0: Yeah, I feel like I feel like White Claw to be truly successful. Why don't they just make like a crystal light powder that turns any regular seltzer alcoholic?
1: That's honestly amazing idea. Yeah, right. <laughs> That'd be sick. Yeah. You like put it in a thing of water. And I'm just yeah.
0: Like... But also, now thinking about it, I bet you couldn't do that because um, people would just like eat the crystals and die. That's true too. People would have like snort snort it. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They would just snort the white claw crystal. Wow. Maybe it would have to it would have to be some sort of like reaction that only happens to turn it alcoholic once it hits carbonation or something. Yeah. But I don't know how to do that. I'm not a scientist. I'm just a great idea guy. We're
1: idea guys. We're idea guys. <laughs> Why don't we make drinking easier? And but, more we're both Steve Jobs over here, okay? Yeah. We need a Wozniak. Make it happen. We need a Wozniak. That's a good idea, though. They were talking about powdered alcohol for a while.
0: And I think they decided they against do, it. They do powdered caffeine, I guess. It would just have to be, like, regulated, I guess. I don't know. If
1: I think they have it was get one like of
0: locked des- up like they do tie pods now. I think it was one of the decisions they made for society. They're like, we don't need foods to be easier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't want it to be easier to sneak alcohol into baseball games. <laughs> People would be strapped up like they're wearing like an explosive vest. Yeah, with like the big ass crystal. Like light you're in the bags. movie Blow. Yeah. <laughs>
1: fucking crystal light package shoved up your ass (laughs) i'm just here to watch the
2: orioles
1: (laughs) you should be allowed to sneak alcohol into orioles games
2: yeah right it's the
1: only way they can justify me going to watch the orioles yeah you know uh shouts out to the orioles by the way for winning against the yankees the other day oh nice humongous achievement we had opening day on monday and we won Mm-hmm. Um, but that wasn't technically opening day cause we had, uh, 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 our technical opening day, not for home was away against mm-hmm. some other team where we got swept. We were 0-3. Well, that's why we don't count it. We don't count that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Those first three that. games don't count.
0: Cause we didn't start a home game yet. Yeah, Monday. we didn't.
1: It doesn't count. Um, but we did win our opening day, which every year I say I'm going to do. And every year I don't, mm. you know? But it is fun. Like opening day is fucking awesome and it's just like it gets down to the wire and you're like, "But what if I didn't go?" Mm-hmm. And but just it's plan so much for next year to not do it. <laughs> yeah, I don't have to like you know how easy not going opening day is?
0: It's yeah, I do it every year. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go for
1: the world record of most Orioles opening days not attended. Yeah, same. In history.
0: <laughs> well, actually, I had the option to go this year, but I was like literally I had just tested negative. Finally, mm-hmm. <laughs> the morning of opening day, and I was like, "I haven't been to work in a week. I should probably go to work and yeah, catch up a little bit." Because
1: you were gonna go, with, didn't Joey go?
0: Yeah, Joey like he wanted to do like a company outing, so like everyone but me went. So it it worked out, you know. Yeah, in t- that regard,
1: I can sympathize with that. Where it's like you haven't worked in a week, and you're like, "But I can go to opening day though." Like the first time you see your boss in a yeah. week, it's like.
0: Let's fucking do shots. Well, and it's also like, yeah, like I wasn't, I wasn't up for it yet. I was, yeah. I was definitely wasn't up to like be out. And I saw pictures that like they're posting on Instagram and I was like, yeah, I would, I would have been the only person in a mask there. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah probably.
1: Probably. <laughs> um, how was that by the way? You tested positive for COVID the other week. Did you, uh, Yeah. Were you I got down a, in the dumpster. How was that? Oh Stay yeah. Out. I was,
0: I was out cold. Uh, I went to Denver a few weeks ago for work mm-hmm. and, uh, Apparently like 43 of the <laughs> people from the company we were like doing a video for got covid as well. Really?
1: Yeah. Where so the fuck like, did you guys film? Like um, in the mountains?
0: No, we were just at like a hotel for a conference.
1: But isn't Denver like in a mountain? Isn't that like their whole thing, mile high city? That's
0: what you'd think. Um and I guess they're in a mountain, but we didn't see mountains until we like, were like leaving. Hmm. There was like, it was just like flat and brown. And like gloomy. It kinda sucked. Not gonna lie. To that was your
1: first time in Colorado ever. That was my
0: first time in Colorado ever. Did and they was...
1: say Colorado out there?
0: I didn't even I didn't even talk to anyone out there to be honest. <laughs> that I place went to sucked. like the dispensary. Like we went to the dispensary one night and um that was like the most I had ever talked to anyone in Colorado. <laughs> So I was like, "Wait, what are the deals?" <laughs> and he gave me a whole bunch of deals.
1: That was Colorado's like claim to fame for a while. Like I remember every like burnout stoner dude that we graduated with was mm-hmm. like, "I'm moving to Boulder,"
0: yeah, because that was like
1: the first place that legalized weed.
0: Everyone, um, yeah. Everyone that we know who's moved to Colorado, it's like okay, yeah, we know the reason. Yeah, went. I wouldn't. It's be not sur- like oh yeah, I'm, I got a job offer out there, and it's like, but where? <laughs> yeah, on a pot farm. Yeah, you hippie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if, like, even though Colorado legalized weed for themselves, if they like lobbied against it becoming legally nationally. You know what yeah. I mean?
0: Well, because I mean, it's it's pretty much like um, they were essentially like the Vegas for weed, mm-hmm. like. You know, a while ago, the only place to gamble was Vegas or Atlantic City, and that was like their claim to fame. Now, why would you go to Vegas now? You could gamble at the fucking Inner Harbor and lose all your money. Um, You don't have to spend money for the flight.
1: There are still a couple things. I've never been to Vegas.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'd probably still go to Vegas just to see it. I've been to Vegas once, and it was very depressing. But I was oh. only in the airport. Yeah, you and were it was depressing because, <laughs> like, people were gambling their last dollars away <laughs> at the airport before they got on their plane. <laughs> They're like, "At least I made it out of Vegas with my last hundred bucks." That I guess
1: I'll lose. <laughs> and then there's here like here slots while. in your airplane seat. You're like, <laughs> yeah. "Would you like some peanuts? You got to roll for them."
0: Yeah, it's the fucking like the back television. It's like, don't worry. You can scan your credit card.
1: I would love to go to Vegas, but everybody keeps telling me that it's like... uh, Well, I I guess... You know how, like, every year you think you're too old to do anything anymore? Mm. Everybody's always like, Oh, dude, if you're gonna go to Vegas, you got to do it now, and blah, blah blah blah. It's like, I don't know, like,
0: yeah, I don't have any money now. Yeah, I don't have <laughs> any money to lose.
1: I do find losing money in regular life, exactly. Every day is a gamble for me. <laughs> <laughs> Big bucks, no whammies. <laughs> yeah.
0: What's going to Vegas gonna change about that? Yeah. <laughs>
1: somebody's bring me lose it faster free drinks while i lose my money that's great <laughs> i do want to go though denver i like i like i said i always thought like their whole thing was like because i know like when you play on a sports team in denver like if you play for the broncos apparently like one of the big things for like when you're nfl the altitude team, right? the altitude you got to yeah. like train like i feel like nfl teams like if you play for the ravens mm-hmm. and you know you have an away game against the broncos You're playing in mile high stadium, you gotta like wear like altitude masks just to get used to it. Cause like your your body isn't acclimated to like lower levels of oxygen. Your ears are popping, your ears can't be popping when you're trying to throw a touchdown, dude. You You know what I mean? I don't
0: think my ears have ever popped never altitude like that, no.
1: You've never like just driven out to like Western Maryland and your ears are just like or even like when your plane is taken off.
0: No. I well I usually have like gum or something, but like these last couple times I've flown, I forgot gum because, like, I'll leave at, like, my apartment at, like, four in the morning. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not remembering to get gum. gum. <laughs> Phone, keys, <laughs> wallet, orbit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good... my gum. My gum. <laughs> I'm at, like, TSA. I'm emptying my pockets. Wait, wait. <laughs> Empty my your gum, please, sir.
1: You, like, go back to the last place. Have you seen my gum? <laughs> it's winter green.
0: Yeah, did my gum get stopped from the x-ray?
1: Like I don't see it here. I think you got yourself a good never have I ever though, dude. My never have I've had, I my, ever ears had my ears pop
0: from going down. Okay. Like underwater. Yeah. Like deep underwater, I've had my ears pop.
1: Maybe you're just always lift maybe you're just always cruising at high altitude. I dude. guess. Maybe like mentally. Your body's yeah, yeah. like, dude, a mile up, dude. Been there, done that. Ten steps ahead of these guys. Ten step up, (laughs) (laughs) and by ahead I mean above. (laughs) That's cool, man. I'm uh so so you were you got COVID. You come back.
0: Denver trip was pretty good. Um, I get back, and like I feel like after all of my shoots, I'm usually like pretty you know I'm usually worn out because I'm usually just like working the entire time, and um. You know just lifting shit putting it down there Mm. all right no it has to go over there now and all this shit's heavy um so like you know you're pretty achy you're pretty sore so i get back um like super early friday morning i go to work the next day or like the same day to like return a bunch of shit in the mail and then i like take off for the rest of the weekend and i'm just like chilling in my apartment elizabeth comes over that night we're chilling and then on Saturday, my I'm like achy, not feeling any better. I'm like, damn, I really fucking wore myself out that trip. And I had like a headache and full body ache. And we we're like, you know, Will Smith just slapped Chris Rock. <laughs> we we're like, let's do a Will, Chris, and Jada movie weekend. Nice. Let's start off with Osmosis Jones. Classic. Watch Osmosis Jones. <laughs> and then we are both like, do, you, do I have COVID? <laughs> like, I should take a test, and I took a rapid test, and it came back positive.
1: Was there something about the movie Osmosis Jones that like triggered your body? You think? Have you seen Osmosis Jones? No, but is it about is it about the so immune Chris, system? Yeah,
0: it's about inside Bill Murray's gross body, and nice. like, uh, yeah. A virus coming in and they have to defeat it.
1: So that was like a 30 for 30 ESPN movie for your immune system. Your immune pretty system much. Was like I was like watching
0: up. an x ray of inside my body and I was like, damn, I should take a COVID <laughs> test. Am I Bill
1: Murray? <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, no, came back positive. Uh, so then I was like, you know, out of commission for pretty much like a week. Uh, Elizabeth got it like the next couple of days. Oh Elizabeth it, got like, it too yeah. She's yeah. Louise. Yeah. It took like three days for like, you know, it to finally like come back positive. So like she took a bunch of tests where she was already feeling like shit. And they're like negative, negative, third one finally came back positive. So like
1: how not trust you like, those tests, baby? Yeah. How'd you like Yeah, the tests are weird, especially the rapid tests. I've heard that the rapid tests are like
0: Well, And she had two PCRs come back negative. What's PCR mean? So that's like the one where you go to like CVS or Walgreens and they let no swab like Uh, overnight test at a real lab.
1: Was there ever a point when like because I remember being very scared to take my first COVID test Mm
2: -hmm.
1: when I feel like everybody was saying but I think this is the same situation I thought with SCD tests where I thought they were going to like jam it up your dick or something. Mm. And they were saying like, oh, dude, they jam the swab like all the way to like your brain or something like that. Yeah, yeah,
0: everyone's just a pussy.
1: I know. And then and then I went into the thing and they just handed me a thing and they were like, just like pick your nose. You like with might
0: it. tear up a little bit but because yeah. like, you're like jamming the inside of your nose and you never feel. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, people are just pussies. And
1: I was like embarrassed to do it. because the th-
0: same people that are like, I can't breathe with a mask on. <laughs> if you put a mask on me, I will die because I can't. I don't have the lung
1: strength to breathe through a micrometer of cloth. <laughs> i just remember being terrified and then i remember being embarrassed because when i pulled out the q-tip there was like a booger on it and i was like oh
0: when i had covid i did a walgreens covid test i swabbed my right nose swabbed my left nose and my left nostril came out the entire q-tip was like bloody crusty and i was like oh no (laughs) i just shoved it in the thing She's like here you go but you don't have covid also i already have covid this is just to confirm." (laughs) i did a rapid test it came back positive
1: you tested positive for being fucking disgusting you're a gross ass person
0: and while i was doing that like blood coming out of my nose i had my mom meet me at the (laughs) walgreens to like drop off like paper towels and shit she (laughs) gave me like mucinex in a bag she like i i thought she was gonna meet me in the parking lot but like i was like hey i'm in the drive-thru i'll be out to the parking lot in a second I just see her come around the corner, like bang on my window, as I'm like,
1: "All right, like." That is a classic mom move too, because a dad yeah. would be like, "You're at Walgreens, dude. That's where they sell paper towels." Yeah. If I called my dad, I was like, "Dad, I'm outside of the paper towel but dispensary." But
0: I knew I had COVID, so I was like, "I'm not going in there and grabbing shit." Like
1: true, true, true. Yeah.
0: It was it was also a thing where like she was gonna drop it off at my house, and I was like, "I already have it." covid test scheduled at this drive through i'll meet you in the parking lot like
1: so you don't have to come all the way down did your mom i know for alex uh your mom did his taxes for him did your mom do your taxes for you this year mm-hmm. no your mom didn't do I it i do my taxes still
0: <laughs> like, oh, do Monday. Yeah. yeah
1: you got like one day
0: yeah i mean you know covid fucked it up i was gonna do it a little bit ago and I just kept pushing it off, and I was like, "I have time." And then like fourteen days where I was just out of commission.
1: <laughs> I could I did my taxes this past week, and like, mm-hmm. it is not fun. I mean, like, I for some reason I like like typing numbers and stuff, mm-hmm. but like with the way TurboTax does it is like, do you use TurboTax? Mm-hmm. That's what you got to do. Yeah, I I honestly don't understand how accountants still make money. Like. I get that, like, if you're rich, Mm -hmm. then, like, you need an accountant.
0: Yeah, because you're, like, paying someone to basically, like, cheat the government out of your money. Exactly. And then they get a cut of the money that you save.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's like, like, I've thought about... You don't
0: make enough money for that yet. I don't. It's (laughs) like, like, dude... (laughs) If you're like, yeah, I want you to do my taxes and you can get, like, 20% of the whatever, mm-hmm. that's going to be, like, 50 bucks. They're not going to do it for 50 bucks. <laughs> yeah.
1: I want a guy, though, you know? like I, I want a guy to call up and be like, yo, how should I move my money around? I'm like, dude, you got, like, $600. What do you mean move your money around?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's, like, not even enough to cover your <laughs> rent. How about you move it month? into
1: your BGE bill? You <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dude. So now I owe the government Uncle Sam says I owe him, or TurboTax says I owe Uncle Sam two thousand one hundred and nine dollars. Ooh. Why? Because that's I don't know, like I don't pay taxes all year. Okay.
0: That's that's good though. That's I get that off
1: scot-free. When you see me yeah. on any given day, the government's the government's looking at me like like like, if a guy owes you money, like, mm-hmm. when you, like, see him at, like, McDonald's, you're like, that guy owes me six bucks. Yeah. You're like, fuck that guy. That's what the government's always looking at me like. Like, I walk around and Did you like, just
0: buy a new guitar? Write that off.
1: Oh, I totally wrote that off. Oh, fuck yeah. Dude, I wrote off filing my taxes as a write-off. Hell yeah. I was like, even the fact that I'm doing this right now. Yeah. Is How ma- much is TurboTax?
0: 90 bucks? All right. <laughs> throw that in there
1: <laughs> <laughs> i did it's a business expense mm. for self-employed it's 290 dollars, dude there's so many other taxes for being self-employed Damn. this is something that i tried to explain to my brother is when you work for somebody they pay half of your taxes mm-hmm. there's something called self-employment tax which is the other half of what your company would normally pay so like People think of like, okay, income tax, which is like your tax bracket. Like if you make under this amount, then you pay this percentage. If you make more than this, then you pay this, and so on and so forth. But there's also the flat rates of Medicare, uh, Social Security, and something else, Mm -hmm. which is 15% total flat rate of your income. Um, If you work for a company... That company pays 7.5%. You pay the other 7.5%. If you're self-employed, you pay all 15%. Mm. So like my effective tax rate on my taxable income was 33%. Yeesh. So after I wrote off everything and I got my standard deduction, my taxable income, according to the books, which may or, not, may, or may not be accurate, I'm not going to say either way, was 6 thousand eight hundred dollars after i wrote everything off and got my twelve thousand five hundred dollar deduction wrote off all the fucking 1099s i sent out and i had to pay two thousand on six thousand basically i was like damn Mm -hmm. i don't want like this sucks you know that's brutal and then they want you to pay estimated taxes which is every three months you have to pay basically you have to guess this is what's annoying about you guess
0: like how much of money you made you have to pay taxes for yeah and then at the end of the year, when you finally do your taxes, they're like, uh, yeah, you paid us too much. We'll give you some back, but yeah. keep
1: in the rest. They're like, yeah, well, you you let us hold it. Mm-hmm. And then if you get any back, then you get it. It's like, why don't I just hold it and then give it to you once we figure it all out? Because yeah. it's extremely difficult, especially in the past two years. Like, I don't know how much money I'm going to make on any given year. Like 2020, January 2020, I was like, this is about to be the best fucking year <laughs> of my life, dude.
0: Things are finally coming together.
1: Finally coming together. What could go wrong? Turn of the century. (laughs) Turn of the decade. Turn of the decade. We got this. (laughs) And then all of a sudden, I wound up making less money than I ever made in my life. Literally less money than I ever made in my life. I made less money in 2020 than I made when I was 11. Damn. Made negative money. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, dude, I could have not had a job and made more money than this.
0: Yeah.
1: And so... But that year I paid estimated taxes, $500 every 3 months. So that year they just had $2000 of my money and at the end they were like, "Oh, sorry by the way, here's 2000 bucks." I could have used that this whole time, dude. Yeah. 2000 <laughs> bucks? Yeah. Come on.
0: That's a whole stimulus right there. I
1: know. I know. People, see that's the misconception that people have about taxes. That's like an obvious thing, but like when you get that check, that's your fucking money, dude. Like, that's just, like, when you get your paycheck Yeah, from, that's you-
0: like finding money in your pants.
1: Yes. Oh, Except, like,
0: that. the government has been borrowing your pants for a full year, <laughs> and you didn't even know. They just picked it off your floor one night, like, Dan, these are sick, and then finally April 15th, or whatever the fuck they're due...
1: Yeah, they wore your pants, like, out to yeah. a couple bars. Wait, those like, are my pants, right? Like no.
0: Could- <laughs> no. No? No. And then and March then finally, 15th, yeah. they're like, oh, shit, these are your Bro, pants? Bro, I've had these forever. I thought they were mine. Here you go. These You're are, you like, have them back. Dude, there's
1: a soy sauce stain in them now. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: apparently I'm giving you money for my pants back. <laughs> I owe you $2,000 for my pants back.
1: <laughs> you ruined them. <laughs> you ruined my pants. And they didn't even cost as much when I bought them. Yeah. I did find $20 in my back seat today, dude. That's That's one of the pleasures of having a dirty car. Exactly. Or like a
0: dirty... I feel like just dirty anything. Dirty room, dirty whatever. When you clean it, and you're just like, damn. I'm like, why are all these random dollar bills crumpled up everywhere?
1: Everywhere, dude. I have like 50 bucks now. (laughs) I do my laundry just when I need money. I just throw it in there, (laughs) and I empty out the clothes. I'm like, oh, shit, 400 bucks.
0: Hell yeah, dude. That's the adult version of like looking for change in a couch. (laughs) Guess I got to do chores to make money now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I do think, I was trying to explain that to... uh, Live the other day because I was I was like sitting there and when I found out that I like I was just about to click finalize payment for my taxes. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, okay, what's also gonna cost you 280 bucks to file your taxes through TurboTax? And I was like, it was like confirm file. And I was like, wait a second. No. So I went back and then I typed in $290 into like my Mm write-offs and it saved me a hundred dollars. Oh, yeah. And that little thing took, like, 15 minutes of, like, doing. And I was like, I just made $400 an hour. If you think about it, yeah, you know, time equals cash value. That's why I've been looking at stuff lately, you know. I I left last night. I meant to tell you this. I meant to tell you this. Throughout you didn't the, tell me? Throughout the entirety of this podcast. <laughs> All 15 minutes we've been talking, oh, I've been God. meaning to tell you this. I played at the horse last night in Fell's Point. And see, I was about I to say I can't believe you weren't gonna tell me this. <laughs> <laughs> Almost slipped my mind. See, I was gonna say we were we were talking about the the wonders of being disorganized is people always overlook how actually great it is to not know what's going on. Like sometimes, like if you're super disorganized, then you'll like clean your room and be like, Oh shit, I have a new jacket. I thought I lost that jacket a mm-hmm. year ago. And now I have this jacket. And it's like I just yeah. bought myself something. By not keeping track of anything I own. But the downside of it is I was playing at the horse last night and we're like loading out. And I had like kind of like a weird, it was a it was an awesome gig, but like a lot of different weird situations are going. So like obviously instead of packing up properly after the gig, I'm telling everybody the stories of all that happened that night. So I'm very distracted.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I drive back to Liv's house. I sleep at Liv's Place last night in Fed Hill, get in my car. I'm driving uh, home from Fed Hill at like 1030 this morning, and it's a beautiful day. I'm driving down Light Street. I see downtown. I'm like, what a beautiful day. <laughs> Certainly nothing is going to occur in my mind that's going to make me realize this is the worst day of my life. Oh, no. So I drive all the way home. I drive straight to the studio. I'm like, dude, I'm in it, baby. I'm got. I, I like. I'm, I'm ready to fucking go. I'm ready to fucking lay down some guitar tracks or something before Eric comes through. Let's get like a like a Saturday. You know, let's do it. And then I pull into this driveway, and I realize my brand-new electric guitar and my bag that's full of all of my cords and, like, all my expensive microphones just not in my car. And I'm thinking, I'm like, did I just... Because I know I took them out of the horse. Yeah. Did I just leave them in the fucking street? Oh, no. And the reality is I did. I left them in the fucking street. And so... Obviously this one I'm flipping out. That's a two twenty five hundred dollar guitar. Who knows how much stuff was in the bag? And I was like, dude, I am the worst person I know. I like and and like so obviously I fly down 83. Yeah. And I'm thinking, like, okay, I left at like 230 a.m. Maybe there's a chance because when we left, like everybody had already cleared out. Maybe Mm -hmm. there's a chance if I get to Fell's Point before like the crowd comes back. Maybe it'll still be there. Yeah, which is a ridiculous thought. Yeah, it's like yeah, nobody was wandering up and down Thames Street at four in the morning. And if they were, I'm sure they were a very successful person that did not need any of my stuff. Yeah, you yeah. know, just walking down the street with a fucking four piece tuxedo, just like <laughs> I don't need that. Yeah, it's five in the morning, and I'm walking through Fell's. That pool. looks dirty, <laughs> <laughs> gross. <laughs> Leave it for germs the pigeons. On there. <laughs> so I cruise down. And my thought was, okay, the guitar is very obviously valuable, yeah. right? The gig bag is heavy, and if you open it up at first glance, you're just seeing a bunch of fucking extension yeah, cords. wires and shit. You're not like, stealing that. I don't want that. So I thought if I drive into Fells and I see my bag and no guitar, it was stolen. Like, guaranteed, that's what that means. Yeah. If I drive down and I see nothing... There's actually a better chance that it was taken in. Yeah. To the horse. horse. So I drive down and I'm like, flashes on in front of a fire hydrant. I thought the horse opened at 11 a.m. It apparently opens at noon now. Okay. Major inconvenience to me. Mm -hmm. We got to talk about that.
0: So you stopped for some brunch. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Stop for a bottomless pitcher for an hour.
1: (laughs) I'm sitting there. My phone's on like half a percent with my stupid slow-charging car charger, and I'm just waiting outside, like, casing out the joint, mm-hmm. just waiting for somebody to walk into the horse. Finally, I see, like, a barback walk in, and I just missed him. I'm like, fuck. Mm-hmm. But then, thank God, a musician that plays there lives above there. And he's Hell out yeah. there. He's like, what's up, Sileski? How's it going? I'm like, oh, dude. Um... I'm here because uh, you know, like I left my stuff in the street last night. I'm wondering if they're at it's at the horse. He's like, Oh, I'll take you in the back. So he takes me in the back alley. I just walk in the horse through the back door and I'm looking around and it's not in the horse. Mm. And there's a bar back in the back, like doing ice shit, like filling up stuff. He doesn't know I'm there. Yeah. And I said a couple times, but he's got like music blasting and I wasn't about to like walk back there and like surprise him and get like yeah, stabbed. Exactly. So I was just like at the bar. I was like, Hey dude. Hey, dude. Didn't hear me. Mm-hmm. So then I'm, I keep on peeking out the window to see if a cop's ticketing my car for being out front of a yeah. fire hydrant. So like I'm like wandering back and forth between looking at my car, because then it's like, oh, great. Now my I lost my guitar and my gig bag, and now my car's towed. This yeah. is just an amazing fucking Saturday. Fucking hell. No tracks getting laid down today. Nah. So I walk out, and I see a spot open up. I pull out. I come back in. I see Mark, the bartender, come in, manager. I'm like, Mark. I'm trying to look for some stuff. He doesn't know what the fuck's going on. I walk back in, and I'm looking around. And I'm like, oh, dude, I am so fucked. And so I walk upstairs. And at this point, I'm talking to the bar back. I'm talking to this other guy. I walk up to the office, and at the top of the stairwell, I see my stuff. And I, I literally, I, like, almost fainted. Yeah. I was so unbelievably happy when I saw it. And I, like, automatically like, crying. crying. <laughs> <gasps> like enjoy, <laughs> and then the barback was like, "Where'd you see the ghost?" And I was like, "And then I started getting the conversation because at this point, I'm I'm on I'm walking on air at this point. I'm yeah. like, I was like, dude, you guys should lean into that more because apparently, like one of the myths of the horse was like, mm. there's a ghost. Yeah, yeah, the ghost of Edgar Allan Poe is there. In the '70s, they really played that up. There's like an article about it. Dude, like, the ghost brought yeah, your stuff in? <laughs> your ghost, Edgar Allan Poe was like dead in the gutter. Yeah. And every night at <laughs> like, 4 a.m.
0: Damn, bro, what's all this shit doing on my bed? <laughs> at the sound take this inside, I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah, at the sound of Wonderwall, it awakens Edgar Allan Poe. Because every band, obviously, is playing Wonderwall. At one point, Edgar Allan Poe wakes up. The Telltale Heart and just lifted my stuff into the thing. And I'm talking to this bar back for like, and I had been talking to him for like 10 minutes before, looking for my stuff, and he just is not registering. And finally, I was like, oh, you're the band guy? Yeah, I totally found your stuff in the street last night. I brought it in. Hell, Sorry, I didn't yeah. recognize you. I was like, dude, I my blood pressure was like off the fucking, it already is off the charts. Yeah, I could feel my heart just like, I was like, I didn't know what I was going to fucking do. Yeah. like I was like, I'm officially fucked. Like This is the worst day ever. Jesus, But I found it, thank God. And uh, I think it's because I found that heads up penny on the way into the horse. Too. I was thinking Ooh. about that. Honestly, you know how like when something's like really dire and you start like looking just to... searching for just... any sort of like, please, please, please. I was like on the way down 83. I was like, God wouldn't do this to me. Would he do this to me? <laughs> and then I was like, wait, some people get like killed. Some people are starving. Like maybe you do deserve to lose your stuff. Maybe that's not the worst thing ever. And I remember like physically I was like getting myself pumped up. I was like, no, nah, I've been like pretty good guy recently like i feel like <laughs> something should work out in my favor right and then i was like and then like on the radio they were like six dead in the subway Sh- station i was like yeah oh, damn maybe not yeah, you know fuck. but uh it wound up working in my favor dude and like it was uh i just get pissed off at myself because when i was walking out he was like oh it must have been one of those nights like implying that i was drunk which like okay yeah i was drinking mm-hmm. but i was thinking i was like no dude like This is just me. Like, this is just what I do. Alcohol or no alcohol, and like, it just, you know, it's like, I get mad at myself because I'm like, how do you do that? How do you fucking do that? Yeah, well, I mean,
0: you're just, you're already thinking about the next fucking move. The next move. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I don't (laughs) need my stuff for the next move.
0: You're like, I feel like you like, we're putting shit in your car and you're like planning out the rest of your night. And, like, in your mind, you're like, all right, I already finished. finished. (laughs) Like, I've just finished because I'm already doing the next thing. Yeah. There's
1: nothing on this side of the street. Yeah. I'm good to go. Why would I put stuff over there? I was putting it in my car. Yeah. My car is here. Why would my stuff be there? Yeah, come on. (laughs) So before that, I'm driving. I'm sitting in the studio last night, and I had made plans to meet up with Lucas beforehand to get a couple drinks before the gig. And then randomly, my dad just pulls in the studio driveway. Mm Mm-hmm classic dad move you know my grandmother is at a a, like home down there Mm -hmm. in seminary avenue so i guess he drives past her on the way back home and he sees my car he comes in and then he just he just like pulls up and and just like looks at me and it's like immediately it's funny because it's like when you see your dad it's like immediately i was just like i'm doing something wrong yeah i am doing something (laughs) wrong yeah i'm in trouble (laughs) i'm in trouble i'm grounded
0: Oh, God. My dad found out I did my taxes. He's going to be pissed I didn't ask for help.
1: (laughs) So he pulls in. We're talking for an hour. And, like, obviously, like, I'm not texting Lucas and I'm going to be late. And I finally cruise down around 8, which is, like, 20 minutes before I would have regularly gone down. So I get down there, and I'm like, all right, dude, at this point, like, I'm down to meet up with you. But it makes way less sense for me to find parking, meet up with you. Then leave that spot, unload, pay for another spot somewhere else. So I'm just gonna drive straight down to the horse, unload my shit, and then find parking, meet up with you. And so I do that, and I, I, I like, I unload my stuff, and then I'm turning around trying to find the garage. But there's a fucking miracle spot, so I thought, mm. right in front of the tavern, a block up. And it's like it's way closer, it's way more convenient. So I'm like angling in. It's like a fucking spot, you know. I get like a bad angle. I always get a bad angle first. Yeah, the first one's always a bad angle. Always bad. And then, so I hit the bad angle, and I'm like, all right, that was a bad angle. So I pull out, and then I get a good angle, and it's still questionable. So Mm. at that point, when you get a good angle and it's questionable, you're like, maybe this isn't doable. So I get out of my car. I look in front. I look in back. And then I see that there's two people in the car behind me, two fat white trash ladies just sitting there laughing while I'm trying to figure this out. I also happen to notice that behind them is two whole fucking feet of space that they could easily back up to make this fucking easier for me.
2: Yeah. But
1: they don't. So I'm looking at them, and I'm like, okay. So I get back in my car, and I'm trying to angle in. I'm doing all these fucking maneuvers. And then eventually I just stop, and I'm like halfway in the spot. I'm just staring at them in the rearview mirror, and they're just fucking just laughing. Yeah. Just laughing. And I was like just staring at them for like 35 seconds. Easily just like. So I was like, you know what, fuck it. So I fucking hit the fucking 86-point turn, get in there, angle in, and I get out, and I'm like, I look at them, and they're still laughing. I'm like, you know, I could have used the extra two feet behind you. Like, you see me trying to do this stuff, and they're like, you see that space in front of you? Like, you can do that. And I was like, I appreciate the driving test, but like, okay, I didn't say I'm the world's best parallel parker. Like, you could have helped me out a little bit. Like, come on. And they're like, well, you failed the driving test. And I was like... You know what, whatever.
0: Bro, you failed the fucking presidential fitness test, obviously.
1: Yeah, dude. Take the pacer right now. Let's see what (laughs) you got. (laughs) Fucking bitch. So I I was just like, I just was like, whatever. You know what? Whatever. I go into the horse, they're sitting right at the fucking bar when I'm playing. Oh my God. And I was like, dude, all I want right now is to fucking call these bitches out on the microphone. (laughs) All I want. But I didn't. Unprofessional. Unprofessional. But I was like, you know, because I'm sitting there thinking, like, look, like, okay. Maybe I could be a better Parallel Parker, but maybe you couldn't be such a fucking bitch. Yeah, for real. You know, like, why are you doing that? It's like, I don't even know what their whole deal was, dude. So why are you guys just chilling in the fucking just car? Chilling. Are you, like,
0: pre-gaming in the car? I <laughs> like, think they fucking were. Fucking losers.
1: I think they were. I mean, don't get me wrong. I was, too, but, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, come on, man. That was, a, that was an L for the city. They were both wearing Orioles shirts. I was wearing an mm. Orioles shirt. I was like, shouldn't there be some type of camaraderie here? Like, why are you doing this to me?
0: Damn.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. no good. It was no good, it was no good. It was no good.
0: I'll I'll, have a little lighthearted story this time mm-hmm. around. Um, good, good, good. Have you ever just like, like uh, I don't know. This just happened earlier today, but it's like happened to me before where I just feel like an asshole. But like... Just homeless people at like Rofo parking lots or wherever, being like, "Hey, do you have any change?" And I'll always be like, "Oh no, sorry, I used my card." Mm-hmm. But like every single time that happens, like today, girl out from a Rofo, fucking sun-dried tomato looking ass, <laughs> dirty blonde hair. Um, do you have any spare change? Sorry, I used my card. Open up my car door. I have like change in my car door. <laughs> So I just opened up the car door. Hey, sorry. <laughs> no, I don't have anything. <laughs> Slam the door. Like, that shit happens to me every fucking time. And uh, I think I just need to move my change from my you need car to,
1: door. Yeah, you can't have your change obvious, I can't dude. be jingling around homeless people. And now, homeless people are too advanced now, dude. Like, they have the shit. Like, they're like, oh, I got Square App. I'm like, dude, oh, yeah, I don't even have me. Square App. You
2: you're should be giving me app? change. Yeah, yeah like, what the
1: fuck? You have the fucking chip in your phone. I don't even know my phone gets that chip. Yeah. You know, speaking of fucking Rofo with your lighthearted story, I'm bringing it back fucking <laughs> down, baby. This podcast got too happy for a
2: minute.
1: <laughs> I'm in Rofo after the whole situation last night, like three in the morning, mm-hmm. walking in with Liv. I picked her up from work. And then we walk we tried to go to Maria D's. There was a shooting in Fed Hill last night. So a police line couldn't get through. I was like, fuck it. Jesus. We'll go to the fucking one on Key Highway. So we go to the one Key Highway. And like we walk in and like naturally, of course, some people outside are gonna like chirp at live. Yeah. Obviously. And like, you know, as a boyfriend, you have to like mitigate what's my reaction here. You know, yeah. like it is a weird thing that, like, can't be talked about enough. Is what is your responsibility as a boyfriend when that shit happens? You know, I mean, it's-,
0: it's it's one of those things where it's like some fights aren't worth fighting. Mm-hmm. It's like, what are you gonna do? Beat up a homeless guy?
1: They weren't homeless.
0: They're just two dudes. Just two dudes hanging out front of Rofo, eating chicken box gas off, gas the, off the
1: trunk of their car. Yeah.
0: Oh my god.
1: And it's just like. So like they didn't say anything that much. I kind of like overheard them say something. But we were like already in the thing, mm-hmm. and the whole time I'm in Rofo, I'm thinking like, okay, like if they're still out there when we walk out, they're probably gonna say something again. And now I'm super stressed because I'm thinking like, what do I do? You know, it's weird. It's like if they like if they're just saying like, damn girl, blah blah blah, blah and it's like if I'm just like ignore them and just keep walking, it's like I'm kind of a bitch, right? You know?
0: Yeah. I mean in that situation then you're like, She do have a doubt though. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Or like whatever, like
1: Like and so I'm like thinking of like comebacks in my mind. Like I'm like visibly stressed out walking around with Ufo and Liv's like, What's wrong? But are you
0: like were they like dissing you the whole time? Like, damn, why are you with that Greek freak?
1: No, but it's like, look, I think that I, maybe I'm old fashioned, but mm-hmm. I think that when you're out on the town with your girlfriend, your girlfriend is kind of an extension of you. Like if they're disrespecting your girlfriend, they're disrespecting you, you know?
0: So were they disrespecting her or were they like, I mean, if they're like, just damn, like, you got a fat ass or like, damn,
1: it's disrespectful to if you're walking around with your girlfriend and somebody is just catcalling your girlfriend, knowing that you're with her. Mm. That is a blatant disrespect to you, right? I mean, it's
0: like also like, all right, yeah, and she's still not with you, dummy.
1: Yeah, I get that. I get that. That's what I was. That's what I was trying to. I was trying to work that angle in my mind. I played like sixteen different situations over. Yeah, like what would I say? How's he gonna react? If he reacts this way, what's my move? What do I do here? I gotta have jokes, like jokes. You know, like if you can, if you can de-escalate it with jokes, that's it. You can't just go out with nothing. You know, you can't just be a like in my mind. You can't be a punk about that stuff. And it's annoying because it's like some fights aren't worth fighting but some fights kind of are and like not that you're looking for a fight but there's a certain principle element to it and i've made it 29 years without ever really getting into like a real real fight you know what i mean but it's like so like i trust my judgment in those situations but like i i get angry thinking that like like think about it this way if you saw a girl walking down the street with her boyfriend and you were just like, damn, girl, look at that ass. Damn, blah, 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 blah. Like, you wouldn't expect her boyfriend to be like, what the fuck are you talking about, dog? Shut the fuck up. Like, like you know what I mean? You would expect yeah, that reaction. But you would deserve like, that reaction.
0: I don't know. You also got to think about, like... I don't know. Like, I feel like that... The girlfriend of that kind of guy, she either... Likes that and it's like in a toxic way or she's like, God, I fucking hate it when you do that.
1: The girlfriend of the guy who responds back.
0: Yeah. The guy who gets like overly aggressive, like responding back.
1: Yeah. Like that's not a never,
0: that's never really a good look.
1: Yeah. Because that's
0: just escalating something that's like, I don't know. That's some weird like caveman shit. Like I think,
1: I don't know, people should be elevated from that okay i agree with you there i think that but i do think that there is like a middle ground a little bit where it's like all right i'm not just gonna let you say whatever the fuck you want to say and just like act like i don't hear you and just like completely just like "Mm, just keep walking just keep walking I'm also not going to be the guy that's like, "What the fuck did you say?" and then come swinging, swinging at you immediately. Yeah. There's got to be like a certain amount of. Uh...
0: I mean, I think in, if that happened to me, I would literally just ignore it and then make a joke to my girlfriend. Like, damn, I hope. Damn, is he about to steal you away from me? Like, and obviously they're gonna laugh and be like. No, what the fuck? I hate being catcalled. Like, no girl likes being
1: catcalled. Yeah, that's true. That's for the true. fucking
0: most part, like, I'd say ninety nine point nine percent of girls hate being catcalled. Yeah, they don't, and it's a giant turnoff. off.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, totally.
0: Yeah, totally.
1: catcalling is a dying culture. Doesn't really happen anymore. No, you know, and it shouldn't. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, I don't think people have liked it for a long time.
1: I think sometimes it's more of
0: a it's more of like a thing guys do around other guys for, like, whatever reason. Like,
1: mm-hmm. I don't fucking...
0: I really, I don't really get it, to be honest. I
1: think... Uh, I would say this. I think there are definitely certain girls that like the attention. Just like I think that guys like attention sometimes. Like, I remember when I was younger and more uh ripped that when I would go jogging without my shirt off, cars would beep their horn and stuff like that. I was like, hell yeah. I don't mind that. That's yeah. nice. That's a nice confidence boost. And I feel like if you're a good-looking girl and somebody just does something respectful, like... Woo, something like that. Like that's not that's not that bad. I don't think. And yeah, I yeah, but like, there's
0: like a difference between that that that's like almost on the same level as like oh wow, I really like your outfit today, or like oh like oh shit like you're wearing those fucking shoes, get that shit, or like yeah. you know what I mean. Like there's like that's more of like an encouragement or like a kind of that's like more validating than. Hey, you got a fucking fat ass. Like, yeah. I bet your fucking your tits look nice over there, girl. Like mm-hmm. I bet that pussy's tight. Like,
1: yeah, <laughs> that's that's catcalling. Like that is catcalling. It's like what we talked about on the podcast like a while ago. When we were talking about like uh like how you say things without saying them. Like you don't say nice ass. You say, oh, I really like those pants. You mm-hmm. might not, I wouldn't even say that because that's, that's that, yeah. so blatantly saying. That like you're
0: saying nice ass.
1: Nice pants means nice ass. Wow, I like I the say. way
0: those pants fit. Yeah.
1: Like, oh, that's a great shirt. Nice tits. Mm-hmm. Nice tits. You know, like, that's what you basically, the only thing you can, the only thing you're really allowed to say is beautiful eyes. That's the last, that's, that's the last. That's creepy though still. That's like, creepy. You have such beautiful eyes. It sounds like a serial killer would say that shit. Yes. I want to keep them Well, a serial in my <laughs> fridge. <laughs> a serial killer would say something like there's like different body parts and the body part like nice ass isn't creepy it's just like yeah get out of here nice tits is like that's not like like serial killer is like you have great cheekbones yeah like you have you have the most inviting
0: lips (laughs) (laughs) that's fucking creepy dude yeah that's creepy Hair, mar- anything like that? Marbling on your cheeks, then. Marbling, yeah. Jesus Christ!
1: <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, dude, it's it's tough, man. It's tough. It's tough being a, a a guy sometimes. Just a regular fucking dude. Just a regular dude, man. I have never never complimented a woman. Yeah. I mean, that wasn't solicited.
0: Or like, I feel like any time I've ever complimented a woman, it's. By their like actions or virtues, and not so much of their like physical. Man, girl, you funny. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Appreciate. (laughs) it. Yeah, no, yeah, that was a great (laughs) joke. I just walked by, but thank (laughs) you. Damn, girl, that ass funny. (laughs) Yo, your ass looking funny, yo. Your ass looking hilarious. (laughs) I can't stop laughing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dude, those days are over, dude. Those days are over. Look, as culture progresses, you start to... Look, these are, in my opinion, the roles in relationships. Like, I still try to abide by certain things, like the old school thing. Like, one of the most classic things is, like, you're walking down the street, you walk closest to the uh, street. Mm -hmm. on the sidewalk you know and what's that based off of it's like you're more in harm's way than the girl right Mm -hmm. that's chivalry. that's classic gentleman etiquette and like these are things that like as a guy there are certain expected types of things that like if push comes to shove it's kind of in your court a little bit like if something's going down if you're getting like robbed or something like that like you kind of have to show up with something mm-hmm. a little bit and so like i'm in royal farms with live who's like completely oblivious yeah. to this whole scenario that i'm playing out in my mind mm-hmm. because i'm aware that this is my responsibility you know yeah like well, it's- also
0: it's like it's a thing that you rarely have to deal with but she has to deal with it probably a lot more when you're not around, so she's just like, "Uh, fucking, uh,
1: yeah." So she just shrugs it off. Mm-hmm. And that's true too. Girls are used to that, dude. Girls, see, when a guy yeah. gets when a guy gets cat called, it's so rare mm-hmm. that like it's nice. Like or I like it's just
0: like so like unexpected. You're you like you're stunned because you're like I don't even know how to respond to that. Yeah, I've never even. Thought of a response. Yeah, never even thought of like, thank
1: you. Yeah, yeah. like nobody's ever commented on my outfit before. (laughs) No (laughs) one's ever said anything about my outfit. I never even thought about it myself.
0: Anytime I've ever been like complimented, like, oh my God, I really like your sweatshirt. Oh, I like your whatever. I'm like, oh, oh, (laughs) I'm always taken aback. I'm just, oh, thank
1: thank you. My immediate reaction anytime anybody compliments me is to immediately come up with a reason why, ah. Nah, 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 nah. Like, oh, you do this? Like, nah, come on, man, come on, come <laughs> on. And they like, okay, this brings me to my next uh, thing I was thinking about this week. Uh, Is it sad? <laughs> <laughs> sad. <laughs> um, I've never understood when people go like when something like amazing happens for them, mm. like. Like, for instance, yeah, let's move say your,
0: move your monster aid. Oh, just yeah, in case. True,
1: true, true. I saw the cord Might pushing
0: around. Spill like, some on the thing exactly. and just goes
1: into fucking high energy mode. I know. We're going to
0: start outputting at 8K
1: <laughs> somehow. <laughs> the fucking mixer's like, oh, hell yeah. I got monster aid, <laughs> baby. I'm rolling. I never understood, like, when somebody's like, when somebody says to you, like, dude, you are the best person ever. And you're like, Thank you. That was so humbling. Because mm-hmm. it's kind of the opposite of humbling. Like, to me, I feel like people use the word humbling wrong. Humbling means you were just humbled. Yeah. Like, I was humbled last weekend when I went to The Point and I saw Noah Pierre and his ch- three-piece band, who is featuring uh, the the owner of Magoobie's son, mm-hmm. was on bass, and then some other dude was on drums. And Noah is playing guitar and singing. And he is a phenomenal guitarist. Mm. And I was watching it, and I was like, dude, how do I get that good? How can I become this good at guitar? That was humbling. I was humbled. I saw someone do something better than me, and I was like, damn, I am not that good, and this is what I need to do to be that good. That's humbling. Yeah. If, if you're like the best guitarist ever, and people are like, dude... We just gave you this award for being the best guitarist ever. And you're like, thank you. This is such a humbling. O- no, it's, yeah, not. it's not humbling. It's the opposite of humbling. Mm-hmm. This is like inflating your ego. You know, yeah. I've never understood that. It's almost like a lie. It's a well, lie. It's
0: like, um, what was that? uh, Like uh, the one guy who died, unfortunately, Harris Whittles.
1: Uh, uh,
0: he like wrote for Parks and Rec and shit, but he started the hashtag humble brag. Mm hmm. And that's like essentially that. Like you're, you're like putting the word humble into people's minds during your acceptance speech to make people think that you're humble. Yes. But really, you're just bragging about yourself in that moment. Mm -hmm. It's like a humble brag.
1: Yes. And, and humble. Yeah. And, and like there is an art to the the humble humble brag. brag, For sure. You know, the
0: general. And it's like, it's, it's a, I like it because it's like, it's a good term because it like encompasses a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is necessary in some fashions. I think uh, yeah, I don't know.
1: well, you need to put like you need to find a way like because in certain aspects it's like, okay. it's really the only way
0: you can big up yourself, yeah, without looking like too much of an asshole
1: and and it has to be for a reason, like like if I'm trying to get a gig somewhere. I can't make myself out to be a complete bitch or like a chump. Like I can't be like, uh, no, I'm not that good. Like I kind of suck, honestly, like blah, blah blah. It's like, okay, then why the fuck would we pay? like exactly. You need to sell yourself a little bit. Mm-hmm. but there really are, there really are, I think that I'm actually tied now because I used to say that the least attractive quality in a person was stinginess. I've mm-hmm. always hated stinginess. Uh I think it's such an ugly trait because I think at its root what you're basically saying when somebody's cheap or like you go out to the bar and they're like like I'll never forget like I was waiting a table and like these two women got the exact same four course meal at Melting Pot but one of them got a soda and the other one didn't so like one of their checks was like 36 and the other one's check was 38 mm-hmm. and I just walked up and they put out two cards and, like, I'm busy as fuck, so I was like, all right, cool, just divide it down the middle. And uh, they were like, oh, no, can you split the checks? I was like, oh, yeah, I guess I could, but you guys kind of got the same thing. I could, I guess. And then, like, but she was, and then that one girl literally out loud was like, yeah, but she got a Coke, and I didn't. And I was like, okay. Jesus. You know, and it's, like, that kind of thing where it's, like, you're basically saying, like...
0: I feel like you also walked into, like, a war zone of, like, two women fighting, and... The woman who was like, yeah, but she got a coat. Yeah. A coat, she's fat. <laughs> so could you Wasn't actually divide the checks not evenly? Yeah. yeah. If you it know, was She a weighs diet a little bit Coke. more. Yeah. Are we splitting like the, the check it by like a weight scale, or, you know? or money?
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, Jesus. That's like you're basically saying, like, okay, if we split this check evenly, then I wound up spending one more dollar, one more dollar, yeah. than I would if we split it to, like, buy what we got. And you're basically saying, our good friendship, our relationship is not even worth $1. Yeah. That's what cheapness really is. Now, I don't think that everyone looks at it that way. But if you really strip it down, that's kind of what it is. Yeah. You're saying that I'm willing to sacrifice you being put off or like this very obvious kind of like, okay, fine. Like, it's not like... aggressive thing, but it's, like, one of those things that you'll remember. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, like, she's not trying to pay for any fucking... Like, you're basically putting one dollar over an entire relationship. Mm -hmm. That's why I feel like stinginess is such an ugly quality. And I don't think that stingy people see it that way. I think they just look at it as being, like, principled, I guess? Yeah,
0: I guess it's, like, I'm paying for what I got. So, like... I'm I'm good because I put in my share or whatever. But like yeah, it's in a situation like what you're talking about where it's literally a two dollar difference, like that's insane.
1: And there's obviously times when like there's a blatant thing where it's like, okay, if you're out to dinner
0: Oh, I've definitely been on like the bad side of being like nice and splitting the check even. Mm -hmm. Like I'll never forget where (laughs) (laughs) it was like three of us at a restaurant in like Charles Village. I don't want to name any names because I don't want to call anyone out. But Was I there? No, you weren't there. Oh, thank God. It was like me and two other comics. um, And uh, we like split the check evenly. Two people got like entrees and I just got like an appetizer. And the appetizer I got, I was so pissed off about because I, I got like whatever, something almonds as a snack. Mm-hmm. And it was they were already $12 where I was like, that's kind of ridiculous for almonds. And the way that they gave them to me was... There was a like host table behind us and there's a drawer and they opened the drawer, pulled out like calculators, receipt tape, and then pulled out a little like ramekin of almonds that were just in the desk of the host stand and then put it on the table in front of me. <sighs> and then, uh yeah, and we so- split the check evenly and I had to pay like basically like 30 bucks for those almonds Uh. and i was like
1: i'm nice
0: but i really should have fought for a a split check
1: yeah see it goes both ways because there's definitely gonna be times like okay let's let's rephrase the situation at melting pot with those two women Mm -hmm. let's say they both got the same entree but one woman got like three fucking drinks Three cocktails, $8 a pop, boom, 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 Okay, at that point, then I could see you being like, well, she got like $60 worth of shit. I got like $30 worth of shit. So maybe at that point, it's like, let's not do that, you know? Mm-hmm. It really, because that's stingy on the other person's account. It like, is. you have to be aware of what you did. Like, if I know that I got more than you, then it, the responsibility falls on me to be the person who's like, actually, let me... Or let's split it and I'll I'll just do the tip. Yeah, you know, yeah, so it's yeah. like I wind up paying more than you somehow. It doesn't, I guess what I'm saying is it doesn't have to be necessarily equal all the time. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what everyone just has to pull their weight. Everyone has to pull their weight or at least show a willingness to do so. Exactly. Obviously, if you were to write out the balance sheet, it's never gonna be exactly equal in any direction, but it's more about just that you are aware that, like, hey. I'm, I'm aware that I'm imposing on you and I'm gonna go out of my way to try to do something to reciprocate that in some way. Yeah. you know and I think that you know, along with the whole like valuing money over a relationship, kind of in the same way when people are stingy like that, it kind of shows a lack of uh, understanding of like uh, karma in a way where it's like a philosophical thing where it's like, okay, you could go to a bar that you frequent and you could get a drink and every time you get a drink, just tip like the bare minimum or not, or tip really shitty or whatever. And like, yeah, you're saving money on that drink, that moment. But if you're a person who's generous and is giving the bartenders money and is, like, being a good dude and taking care of people, that stuff comes back to you in a way where, like, you might get hooked up in a way you were never even expecting. Yeah. Where, like, ultimately— yeah, you'll
0: ring your card out at the end of the night, and it's like, oh, shit, they gave me half of my drinks for free. Yeah, they'll give you the <laughs> like, check, and they'll be like,
1: oh, yeah, you're good, man, you're yeah. good. That happens to me all the time because, like, you—and it happens to people that do that because, in a way, by me being generous— I'm in a way being stingy because I'm kind of like doing this thing to be like, hey, like I'm going to toss you this extra money because I understand the way human nature works, which is that this is going to come back like the, it's going to come back to me, you know? Yeah, definitely. So I think the people that don't think that way uh, are just missing something. But going back to our original conversation, I used to think that that was the youngest quality. But now I'm starting to wonder what is worse between a stingy person or an or a very uh, braggadocious person. Mm. Like, what's more obnoxious? Hanging out with a person who's super cheap or hanging out with a person who just does not shut the fuck up about themselves? Yeah. Almost willing to say that maybe that's worse. It's a little bit worse. Because it's more constant. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it doesn't, like, turn off. You're only affected by someone's stinginess at very yeah, set moments. when the check comes out. Yeah, the check comes, or if you go on a vacation and they don't, want to do this or do that, then it's, like, annoying. Yeah. But, like, a person who just doesn't shut the fuck up, you're constantly being bombarded with how great they are. I think that's the worst thing, dude. Yeah, for sure. It's humbling.
0: (laughs) Oh, it's humbling, for sure. Oh, it's humbling. It's more so that, like, yeah, I don't know. Whenever I come across someone like that, I'm just like, do you, like, ever hear yourself? Like, have you ever... you just have, like, earmuffs on when you talk? Or are you just, like, talking to fill a void? Like, I don't get what the goal is here because i just met you and i never want to be around you again yeah yeah it is
1: <laughs> like, <the> f- <laughs>
0: this is a terrible first impression
1: <laughs> you just get like secondhand embarrassment for people like i i get that so much like when i hear people like talking and like i get this like like nervousness for them like yeah. i'm like dude do you know how other people are looking at you right now
0: yeah it's like you go to the bar with them, And then you're just like sympathizing with everyone else at the bar. Like, damn, oh I'm so sorry.
1: Dude, social situations, dude. Social intelligence yeah. is the highest form of intelligence. I stand by that.
0: Or just like social awareness, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Just like understanding any situation that you could be in, in the moment, and not in hindsight.
1: Mm-hmm. Which is why when you walk into Royal Farms at night and somebody's catcalling your girl, you gotta have...
0: Yeah, that is situational awareness. Situational That's awareness.
1: awareness. Situational awareness. I like that word better. Situational yeah. awareness. That's tight. Um, Speaking of humbling experiences, guys, uh, this is the first podcast we've done since the conclusion of the effervescent, monumental, magnanimous Baltimore Bar Classic Uh, Shouts out to Das Beer Hall. Das 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 Das. das, das. Prost, the champs, baby! Wow. Yeah, shout out, honestly. A dominating performance. I've had some very humbling experiences from uh that situation myself. Uh, just like people, like just like stories I've heard about, (laughs) like like Alex the other day was uh he was at a he was at a um a happy hour because marissa just started mccormick Mm -hmm. and so she's working on this like new team of like not alex's usual team so alex is out with like marissa's team so it wasn't people that he's like really familiar with to that level yeah and so these two girls were there and they just started where they were like yeah so me we were like doing this thing it was like this big podcast in baltimore was doing this like bar bracket thing or whatever and like we were voting in it. like we were voting for like our favorite (laughs) bars and like blah 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 and like Alex and Marissa just started, like, dying laughing. And then they were like... And then we were, like, going through their Instagram. And we were like, oh, my God, Alex, you were, like, on their podcast. Like, holy shit. And,
0: Damn, Marissa was too, though.
1: Yeah, I was like, dude, like, that was cool. Like, that That's was a cool story.
0: Shit.
1: That was awesome, dude. That's so funny. Yeah, it was, uh, it was nice, dude. It was nice. That was a very... Uh, that was humbling. It wasn't... It was not... I, I that am was humbling. was so, so humbling. I'm <laughs> no, so pumped I mean, up with humility right now. I mean all of
0: the... I think what I didn't get to finish about that was... If you'll let me finish, Jimmy. It was humbling the amount of people that took time out of their day to vote in the brackets.
1: You were humbled by that?
0: I was humbled. I want to just thank everyone who participated, all the bars, all the people that voted, all the people that shared the posts... Obviously, Jimmy, for fucking making it all happen.
1: That's very humbling of you to say. Thank you. And
0: uh, you know, yeah, it was. It was a. Uh, the moment I stepped in Das for the first time, the moment I went to Das Beer Hall, you knew I knew that they were gonna win the bar brackets, the
1: booze belt,
0: dude. How could they not? How could they not?
1: I heard another humbling tale when I walked into <laughs> the Reservoir Towson, and uh, and the first they thing got that,
0: our fucking pictures up on the wall for the dartboards. <laughs> 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 Fuck LFTS.
1: They <laughs> walked in, they were like, so DOS won it. And I was like yeah, blah, blah, blah. And they were like, yeah, dude, when they beat Backyard, like all the bartenders, like when that, that was still going on, all the bartenders were like coming in to get away from Backyard <laughs> because apparently the owner was flipping the fuck out and was like yelling at all the bar backs and, all, oh and was like, text God. all your friends, tell them to vote. We need to win this again, blah, 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 blah. And then like they were like, yeah, dude, it was honestly fucking crazy. And then like at eight when the voting was over, apparently the owner was just like, I didn't really care that much anyway. <laughs> <laughs> thank you humbling to hear that oh fuck that's hilarious it's just funny dude Oh fuck, it's funny so <laughs> we're working on that in the works maybe we'll get a little fucking thing going I sent look you know what I had to send it we're liable for hood dreaming you got a hood dream so when they won I was like alright Sent them a long message. Mm-hmm. I said, "Look, dude, here's the fucking deal. Here's a, here's <laughs> if what you want
0: this trophy. <laughs> Got to set a couple ground rules first.
1: <laughs> so I just sent them a long, not long, not like mm-hmm. weirdly long, like my dearest Dots, <laughs> I write upon you today. And I was just like, "Dudes, what's up?" Blah 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 blah. Using chill vernacular so it doesn't seem weird, but like. Mm-hmm. We're down to do a big like we could do like a comedy thing, my band. Then I had to you got to humble brag a little bit. You can't be like my band, we kind of suck, but we're going to fucking yeah. we're the we're one of the worst bands I know and we're willing to fucking play at your bar. Exactly. As a gift to you. <laughs> no, for you got to be like yeah, for winning. <laughs> you won a gig from my shitty band <laughs> and our shitty friends. Oh fuck. <laughs> So like you know, I had to sell it a little bit, and I was like, you know, like, here's what I envision, and blah, 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 blah. We could do this. We could get some fucking specialty drinks going, blah, 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 Haven't heard back from him yet. Okay. But I also gave them an out, too. Yeah. I was like, also, we could just give you the fucking bracket and snap a couple pictures, but, like, just letting you know what we could do. Yeah. We could do this, you know? For sure. We could do it. We could do That's it. That's the thing. It's It's weird. It's like... When you know what you can do, it's like if we had a fucking LFTS like expose of like our best comedian friends and like a band and like did shit up and made cool fucking specials, like. I was just hood dreaming fucking sour bombs or LFTS bombs, fucking high life mimosas. Maybe make a drink called the Jimmy Selesky with a fucking whiskey diet and a lime. It's like just funny stuff like that. You know, that people are like, this is the worst drink ever. But it's like (laughs) LFTS official. Dude, we would have
0: to make
1: some Monsterade shots. Dude, that's what I wanted to do. I was like, I was thinking like we could sell Monsterade. It's like. Like, you know, Monster Aid, but then like a little bit of vodka just to know they got to drink.
0: Or just like make them sh- make them bombs. Bombs, you know? yeah.
1: Monster Aid bombs. Monster
0: Aid bombs. Like, yeah. that would be funny. Little Monster, little Gatorade, and vodka or whatever the
1: fuck. And it's also, getting back to my truest goal, above being in a band, above having a successful podcast, is being a successful mixologist mm. and procuring our delicious concoctions to the world exactly people hate on monster aid it's good it's great okay did you see did we have the cameras we on when you had the it. fucking <laughs> oh, <don't> thing <laughs> on the light that was unbelievable it yeah, looked it amazing like in
0: a... a potion from a video game <laughs> it was amazing
1: <laughs> it looked like it would raise your health meter yeah like you would be like on your last star in health and you drink this you're like oh, bling, 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 bling,
0: bling, bling, bling. I mean, that's what we use it for.
1: That's what we use it for, dude. Look at our health—we have it every podcast. <laughs> <laughs> health We're, not monster, <laughs> We're not addicted we to Monster. We need it. Though. I could stop any time. <laughs> as I pour more Monster into my fucking <laughs> gullet.
0: Yeah, maybe we'll have to be like, "All right, guys, we'll we'll let you in on a little secret: crystal light alcohol pouches."
1: Dude, now that I think about it, that was. We were talking about that before the podcast, mm-hmm. powdered alcohol. It definitely was a thing. They were making alcohol that was zero calories mm. in powder form. Interesting. And, like, I mean, that at that point, like, this is about the give and take of the world. We always say this. We always say this. Alcohol needs to not taste good. Yeah. It needs to suck. It's like why they add that smell to gas. Mm-hmm. Or else you'd just be <laughs> fucking dying. Yeah. People would be dying. And like even the bad smell. Here's the weird thing about human beings is I like the smell of gas, dude. And it's not a good smell. It's not that good of a smell. But like, hold on, real quick, can we drop some... Sm- I gotta take a piss. Okay. More than any time yeah. ever in my life. So, uh,
0: during this ad break, we'd like to call attention to all of the fans that have been drinking Monster Eight over the years. Uh... Here at the law offices of LFTS, if you've suffered from a monster aid related illness, too much aid in your monster or vice versa, please call the law offices of LFTS podcast and we will help you get your claims to fame on the show. If you've ever had monster aid, you're officially invited to the podcast now. You got to come out, come to the studio, crack a monster aid with us, and let us know your true feelings about the flavors that you savor. Um, that being said, the first part of this was fake about the law offices. The second part of this was fake about being invited on the podcast. None of you listeners are ever going to be allowed on this podcast. You're going to be too weird on it. You're, we know you're weird because you listen to us. So with that being said, Jimmy Seleski is finally back <laughs> finally back
1: how weird did we get there
0: uh yeah i took it a little too far i think oh really yeah it started with the fake law office promo (laughs) but then i realized like i don't want to make monster aid seem bad
1: oh yeah you think there'd be a surgeon general's
0: warning on monster aid yeah i hope i hope it never comes
1: to that i see i haven't done any clinical studies on monster aid yeah as you may have imagined um, would not advise it for uh, babies or pregnant women. Pregnant women. Yeah, I think yeah. that's a good safe bet.
0: Monster Aid is is New America's
1: moonshine.
0: Dude, I can't even believe <laughs> it's unregulated.
1: <laughs> it is. We are the Wild West. I can't. We
0: make it in the backwoods of Timonium.
1: I can't believe the things that women can do when they're pregnant. Mm-hmm. When I see a woman working out, I'm like, should you be doing that?
0: Yeah, you're going to squeeze that baby out. You're too doing early.
1: crunches with the baby inside of you? <laughs> having sex you can yeah. have sex when you're pregnant yeah that is insane to me dude i'm sorry that's insane you know like i know that certain people like like that like there's definitely like categories on porn mm. sites that are like pregnant and it's like i don't understand like the uh the uh appeal i guess you yeah, know i don't know i guess that's like i think like i think medically
0: from what i've heard i think women get very horny when they're pregnant but also yes. at the same time I'm not trying to like give my baby brain damage by accident yeah
1: dude i'm not trying to long dick my own baby's <laughs> skull dude like come on it's got a soft spot up there yeah dude <laughs> like come on dude that's i uh, it is i don't know i i try to understand like the bio like with, with fetishes and things like that, like the pregnant – okay, so it's a known thing that women generally get very horny around like their um, – when they're about to have their period. That's mm-hmm. like a known thing. That makes a ton of sense because yeah. that's the time when they're most able to get pregnant. So biologically speaking, they're basically in heat. Yeah. Like they're in heat. We don't talk about that as humans, but women are – men are always in heat. We're mm-hmm. always in heat. I'm in yeah. heat right now.
0: Of course.
1: I'm ready to go. Uh, women are ready to go too, but like they're really ready to go when they're about to have their period. That makes sense. Your body, it wants to get pregnant every month. It's fucking gone. This is going to be a month. Mm-hmm. Every month. The woman's body is just like, every month, it's like, dude, we're doing it, baby. Mm-hmm. Let's fucking get it done. You know, it's a go getter uh and then you know only once every fucking so often does it actually happen for them. you know if you think about the amount of times their body tries but then you think about it, it's like think about the amount of, about, amount of times a man's body tries yeah like twice a day
0: yeah for ever since they're 14 <laughs> yeah 15.
1: twice a day my body is oh for a million right now <laughs> it's like dude come on
0: yeah and like every time i bet your jizz is just like finally it's the time and they're like nope another kleenex nope yep. toilet bowl my jizz nope. is
1: like a jaded old bartender <laughs> like what's even the fucking point what man? does a pussy even look like fucking done with this kid dude <laughs>
0: never even seen one. dead-end job
1: in this guy's fucking balls like i gotta get out of here <laughs> but the pregnant thing is like what even with the even with like the whole like how like A guy's dick has a mushroom tip so it can like plunge out the other cum and and put his in in instead. Another great biological explanation that I like that. I like figuring out like like plunging out
0: stranger cum. (laughs) Yes,
1: dude. I'm a plumber at heart, dude.
0: (laughs) Call me Luigi, baby. (laughs) Luigi,
1: dude. The (laughs) fucking plump. Like, I like that. That's cool. I like understanding, like, oh, we think we're so advanced and, like, we have these emotions. But in reality, we're just, like, intellectualizing these natural things that we would do regardless. Mm -hmm. The same way a squirrel wants to fuck, we want to fuck. Except because we're smart, we have intellectualized it. But, like, the whole women wanting to fuck when they're pregnant and men having a fetish for fucking pregnant women... That doesn't make biological sense to me.
0: yeah well, because like even in like nature documentaries like I was watching with Elizabeth like we watched so much shit. We watched like 20 movies this month so far even though it's not even like the 20th yet mm-hmm.
1: um, Damn, 20 for 20. yeah
0: <laughs> but we we found this YouTube channel and it was like clips from like some BBC show called like Spy in the Wild or whatever. But like they'd basically make like these papier-mâché animals that were like animatronic, and then like hide them, like embed them with that animal. And um, there's like a fake koala on a tree with like a female koala watching like two males battle it out for the female koala. Koala, <laughs> but like before that happened, they're showing footage of like the one male lurking around trying to find some pussy, and he like sees a female koala who had just had a baby. And it was like, he saw her, but he's like, ah, fuck it. Like, if I fuck her and try to make a baby, she's not going to take care of it cause she already has one. Yeah. So, like, that's nature. That's nature. So... It's interesting to see how we've perversed
1: nature. We have perversed it. We we've done well we're catfishing. This whole documentary is about catfishing animals basically. Oh
0: yeah. <laughs> like that's the whole premise. It's catfishing animals but th- for a lot of it it's just like watching animals be like that's not real and smacking the <laughs> shit
1: out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a very human reaction. Yeah. Yeah, dude, but you got to you got look, you got to you got to uh you got to test on animals obviously. I know, oh, my God, animal testing, but it's like, all right, well, if you don't test on animals, then what are we testing on, dude? Yeah. You know? I kind of draw the line at monkeys. Yeah. You know? Monkeys. I feel like
0: testing on, like, rats and shit, you know? It's fine, dude. It's fine. You're going to kill it in a trap anyway. Yeah, if
1: it's something that you would kill without a single thought, yeah, then you can fucking test shampoo on it.
0: Yeah, come on. They got hair. If you gave what a rat. If they ch- want to be conditioned.
1: Yeah, dude. Can you imagine how much pussy a rat would get? <laughs> with, with a perm? <laughs> with fucking L'Oreal. <laughs> <laughs> smelling like Garnier Fructis. <laughs> because you're worth it. <laughs> Garnier Fructis, dude. That's a good shampoo. Mm-hmm. That's, That's a good the shampoo. That's a good smell stuff. Also, speaking of scents and animals and nature and biology, um. Apparently, it's like a known disgust thing on like girl TikTok that like girls like the smell of dudes B.O. We've mm. speculated this in the past. Yeah, it's like a pheromone.
0: Like, there's That's like, like when like hunters use like the deer spray like in the wild. It's so that like a deer doesn't smell that they're a hunter mm-hmm. and it passes and like, you know, they don't get caught. But it's not exactly like that. That's a bad example. It's kind of like it, it's though. It's kinda like that. And it's it's the same premise, I guess. But yeah, dude. I mean, it's the same way for guys and girls, dude. Tell me you haven't just like f- smelled a little pheromone one day I and mean, be like, damn, that's kinda hot. Oh, dude. Yeah. Pheromones yeah. have got me before. Pheromones have got me. And before. you
1: don't even know you're getting got no. when you get got.
0: But you sometimes you like you get a whiff of something funky,
1: but you're like. It's not bad though. Not bad. Not like, bad. Because I kind of know where it's coming from. And dude, there's definitely been girls that like I've been with that just we never really clicked. Mm. And it's not that they like smelled bad or anything. Yeah,
0: just wearing too much deodorant.
1: I, that could be it, dude. You know my theory about autism, and and have been working on it and developing it. <laughs> and uh <laughs> honestly, I. I would bring this to the World Health Organization as a mm-hmm. legitimate theory. You've been
0: working in the lab late at night.
1: I've been working in the fucking lab of life, dude. <laughs> Just thinking and going through everything, and I'm looking at the. Ri- I would love to see a graph of the rise of deodorant versus the rise of autism in society. Mm-hmm. I would you love. Think it's the aluminum. No, I think it is the fact. The. I'm fucking rushing now. Yeah. the fact yeah. that. Uh, I think it's the fact, I'm saying fact because it's a fact, that when you, it's literally, it's, in, fact. it's in the name. <laughs> it's literally a fact. <laughs> it's called a fact. <laughs> it's in the name. Deodorant. Deodorant. It gets rid of the odor Int. So you have natural. Odor
0: intelligence.
1: Intelligence. You have an odor. Your body is going, dude. This is what we smell like. This is what you don't smell like. Irish Spring, dude. Mm -hmm. No human being smells like fucking Pantene. All right, you smell like this. And in the wild, mates, you ever you you see a dog? They walk up to another dog and they smell them, and they're like, "All right, you're good." I'm kind of vibing with this. Mm -hmm. If they didn't think that way, they wouldn't smell in the first place. Yeah, they just—that's what they do. They you fucking can't
0: touch baby animals because you're gonna cover up the scent of their mom, and then their mom's gonna fucking kill them because she doesn't recognize. Which them.
1: is a ridiculous. Animals got to do better on that. That's yeah. insane. Get it's get like, some glasses or something. Like if my baby came home smelling like fucking coconuts, I'd be like, I'm killing this baby. I'm killing this fucking baby. Yeah, this is a coconut. <laughs> yeah, dude. I have no remorse killing. this I'm making though. a fucking pina colada with this baby. <laughs> Couldn't be me couldn't be mine have you smelled it
0: whoever smelt a delta so. <laughs> this baby's a coconut now. this baby's a
1: fucking coconut animals yeah that's whenever I start thinking animals are very smart then I realize wait yeah. a second they, they, got some, they got some work to do
0: yeah with. they might be smart but they
1: all apparently have terrible eyesight <laughs> animals do have to unless you're a fucking bird yeah <laughs> Every other animal is just like, Jesus Christ, why do you even have eyes? Yeah.
0: Or they're just racist <laughs> against yeah. their own kind. It's, yeah. Like, dude. like, damn, they all look the fucking same. They all <laughs> all, all these, these, these babies. I can't All these babies what's look the fucking
1: same, dude. <laughs> no, dude. So, like, when when people are all walking around with deodorant and showering all the time, and this is not an argument against hygiene, mm-hmm. or, like, maybe it is. I mean, maybe if you wanted, I I will well, continue to shower. Well, there's a difference
0: between hygiene and... And body like I think cause hygiene smell from like a fucking dirty ass or like whatever, like that's not attractive. Oh yeah, definitely not. But like you know what I'm saying? Some of the some of the spots that makes the 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 sense
1: mm-hmm. they're not so bad. Sometimes, you know, it's like it's like uh, okay, like this it's it's not good, but it's not bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like
0: it's like uh it's like uh, you know like fermented shit Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like it's not like what it smells like fresh but you're like but it's still edible
1: it's like alcohol Mm -hmm. alcohol is just fermented dude Mm -hmm. you're like this isn't a grape but i kind of like it more i like like this more than a regular grape (laughs) yeah this is... I'm so mature. I <laughs> like, love this. So, like, I think that a lot of the pheromones are what told us what is a, a compatible mate for us. Mm-hmm. Subconsciously, we're not thinking about it. Again, any more than a fucking fish is thinking about it. So, like, you know, you come across a girl, blah, 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 you hit it off, the pheromones are on, the vibes are on, the pheromones are, the are on. The pheromones are <laughs> on. The I'm getting <those> good <laughs> So you fucking, you have a baby and the baby comes out good because nature was like, dude, I told you, I know you smelled that shit. Mm-hmm. You're good. She smelled you. You smelled her compatible jeans. Um, blast it. <laughs> Just blast it.
0: Blast it. Blast it all in them walls. All
1: clear. <laughs> all clear for takeoff. Now everybody's showering. Everybody's wearing deodorant. It's fucking showering. And now we don't know who's a compatible mate. I think that uh, – I think – remember we were talking about marriage licenses before and certain things that uh, you have to – and I think the only thing that we whittled it down to was a marriage license is basically just to make sure you're a certain age and you're not too closely related. Mm-hmm. I think that part of getting a marriage license is that you should both have to not shower for a week and see if you're still attracted to each other. mm. And I think that because I think that you're giving nature a chance to take its course and make sure that you are compatible genealogically. Because otherwise, you're going you're gonna to have a child with a person who's maybe not genetically compatible with you, which might lead to a rise in birth defects. And look, this is the essence of science.
0: Hypothesis? Do so you think too many people are fucking their brothers and sisters because they're wearing deodorant? <laughs>
1: No, I think too many people are... Fuck- Wait, you smelled like someone completely different than my <laughs> sister. <laughs> like, okay, you don't think about, like, I think about, look, every relationship starts off with, sorry, some, well, I would, not every relationship, but the first thing you're going to notice about somebody, the most obvious thing before you even speak to them is their physical appearance Mm -hmm. you see a girl at a bar you're not gonna you don't see her personality from across the bar you see her face you see her hair you see her outfit you see her body Boom, boom 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 i like this girl then it opens up the gate for okay i'm interested in this girl because physically she's appealing to me so now i'm going to speak with her and see if we're socially mentally emotionally compatible yeah then you have that right so now, you're with a girl who, who checked off the first box, which is, I think she's attractive. You know, that's an, I, that's an important part of a relationship. Yeah. Thinking that they're attractive. <gasps> it's true. Gas. Gas. Shut it down. <sighs> Next, then you want to see if they're cool. Once you verify that they're cool, I think about this all the time. What are our kids going to be like? How do my genes fit in with your genes? Do I want to marry a super short girl and then have my kids be short? No. No. <laughs> no, I don't. No, I don't. I mean, I don't know how prevalent the short gene is in my family, but like, you know, like if I could, I would be, you know, obviously if you're in love, like that's like a slightly minor thing, but like I look at I look at her brother. Yeah. What's her brother look like? Is her brother hot? Is her brother a bitch?
0: Do I see myself with her brother in the future?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I want to look at a girl's dad and a girl's brother and think, could this guy kick my ass? (laughs) Because his genes are going to be in my son. Mm. You know what I'm saying? There you go. I know know where you're going with that. The same way you look at the girl's mom and you're like, that is a decent, like, that is a, maybe some form of a sign of what she might look like when she's older. Everybody mm. says that. That's a known thing. Look at the mom. What's the mom look like? That's probably what you're going to be looking at in 60 mm. years or 30 years or whatever the fuck. You know, so like...
0: <laughs> in a hundred years. hundred years. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Four scores, seven <laughs> years from now.
1: So, yeah, I think that that's, uh, you know... I don't think that's a bad way of thinking about stuff. No, it's not. It's just natural.
0: Just natural. Maybe let nature. nature take its course. Let nature dude. fucking give you sweaty taint and let that spread smell to your loved ones.
1: Girls apparently like the smell of balls sometimes. Mm. You know? I don't because biologically speaking, when I smell balls, I'm thinking, fuck that shit, dude.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm not trying to smell another dude's balls. That's competition. When I smell mm. balls, I smell competition. Yeah goes back
0: to like what am I playing at fucking yeah (laughs) Ridgely basketball
1: courts right now yeah dude fuck this I'm gonna dunk on this guy dude fuck (laughs) this guy am I
0: losing a game of pickup basketball right now (laughs) to myself
1: (laughs) am I losing to myself right now could I beat my own ass right now (laughs) smells like it (laughs) Uh, speaking of nature last thing I have on my end here okay Took a nice stroll in Lock Raven for the first time of the season. Ooh, okay. I was speaking with a mutual friend of ours, Lucas Mosca, mm-hmm. who has recently moved down to Fells Point. He used to live in the same apartment building as me for a while. Mm-hmm. And he was saying, dude, I miss living in Towson because I miss having that access to like, he was like, dude, Lock Raven, that shit, like you take that shit for granted when you live there mm-hmm. close by. But like, that's fucking sweet. It's beautiful. And I tell you what, dude, the best time to go, I have decided, is right now, before the leaves come into bloom. Mm. Because the visibility is unmatched. So you have like when it's when when everything is in bloom, all the trees have leaves, you can't see as far through the mm. trees. You're just yeah, yeah. you're looking at leaves. And then in the winter it's like the leaves are gone, but it's cold as shit. It sucks. Yeah. But in the spring, on like the first couple hot days of the spring, when it's warm out, but the trees are still doing their winter thing,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: dude, I was walking, and I I took like this weird path, and I got to like the top of this mountain peak, and I was looking out over the reservoir through all these trees that had no leaves, and it was literally fucking breathtaking. I was like, what the fuck? Like, I thought I was going to go for a jog, and I was like, I'm not jogging anymore. I'm just going to walk around. And then like... Next thing you know, I'm fucking hopping on stumps and doing weird shit. Like I'm a I'm a I'm an eight year old again. Yeah. Suddenly, you know, I'm just like in yeah. Nature, if you're
0: dude. like by yourself in nature, it's so much fun because you can just be so free with it.
1: Yeah, dude. You just
0: see like a hill and be
1: like, I'm climbing that. I'm climbing that hill. <laughs> I'm to
0: get to that top of that hill.
1: You feel like it's like that's true. Like it kind of like it's it's a it's a grounding. It's a humbling experience mm-hmm. to go into nature because you you kind of are brought back to your literal roots. Like, you watch a bird fly, and you're like, I wonder what that bird's day is like. like what does he do? Yeah. You know, like, I saw him. He was, like, on this tree. I saw a heron, and he was in, like, one tree. And then he flew off, and I heard a big thing plop in the water. So, like, while he was flying, he just took a shit in the water. I so like, all right, I'm going I'm to go to the other side of the reservoir and take a shit at the same time. I'm going to kill two birds, no pun intended, at the same time. And then he just flies whoosh, whoosh, across the reservoir whoosh, and then lands on another tree across the thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what a life. What's he doing? Just, you hanging. Know? just hanging out.
0: Just hanging out, looking for some food. His taking only word is,
1: yeah, taking a shit, not trying to impress anybody. I'm not sure he's trying to impress somebody. Maybe he trying to impress me. Maybe he mm-hmm. was making a statement when he did that. He's like, look at you. You won't, You won't take a shit right now and see me on the other side of this bay. You won't, cause you're a bitch. You have a job. Can't even. You're a fucking loser. Playing
0: skate with a bird, like yeah. Try to do that. Yeah. Playing horse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> H bitch. Damn.
1: <laughs> you got me. <laughs>
0: Damn. Yeah. That makes me think of another one of those little spy videos we were watching in the nature documentary. So it was like a they had a fake manta ray that had like a little boat motor in it. So sad. But it was it was like in a school of, like, thousands of manta rays. And, like, when you see that, you're like, oh, I forgot that, like, you know, they call it a school of fish, whatever, but you don't expect, like, other things to do that, too. Yeah. But they do. Like, jellyfish do that. Like, most sea creatures do that. The most, yeah. like, you know, they're pods of dolphins. They're not that big, though. Yeah. But yeah. it was just, like, a bunch of manta rays swimming around feeding their feet on algae. And one of the things they discovered was just, like, They swim in a circle, but there's like hundreds of them doing it. And they basically just make a cyclone that sucks all the algae into the center, condenses it in the water, and then they just slide through it and eat it. And that's just what they do for their life. (laughs) That's just what they do. They don't have to clock in at a fucking job. They just swim around, jumping out of the water, splashing around, eating algae, living life.
1: Living fucking life, dude. Sometimes I do get jealous of animals a little bit. You mm-hmm. know we are one, and I'm sure you know. I'm sure every there's, now and then there's
0: definitely trade offs. Obviously, an animal looks thought. at us. I, okay, we have intelligent thought.
1: We have intelligent thought, but you know it's we like
0: have opposable thumbs.
1: The old thing: what you don't know can't hurt you. It's mm. like out of sight, out of mind. Like a bird's not thinking about the economy right now. Yeah,
0: they're not missing Twitter.
1: Yeah. Oh no, you think that heron gave a fuck that Elon Musk bought Twitter? No, he does not care. The heron never tweeted a tweet in his life. You know. And the trade-off for that is I'm sure my tweets are funnier than that heron. <laughs> like I'm sure if if you know you were to hang out with that heron, you'd mm-hmm. be like, this guy's not that cool. All this guy does is talk about himself. I uh, know. <laughs> All he does is just and he's so stingy. Stingy. He hasn't paid for a <laughs> single fucking tap. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So birds are stingy, they're cheap, they're cocky. Everybody knows that. And that's a trade off. Mm-hmm. You know? That's the trade off. I don't know, dude. It's just... uh...
0: Yeah, that's all I had, though.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's all I had, too. (laughs) Obviously. Oh, that's what I was going to say. The other trade-off is I was thinking about when I saw that big-ass fucking bird flying. Mm. And I was thinking, like, dude, what if I was, like, a squirrel... And there were things that flew in. What if I was the squirrel and one of the things that I had to look out for every day was a thing flying through the sky that is three times as big as me. And then I was just imagining walking through Lock or even and seeing a gigantic bear-sized fucking flying animal that at any moment could drop down and eat me. And I was like rip you up,
0: take you into the sky, and then you're like your last moments of life is just like a perspective you've never seen before, never could have imagined, like just flying over the treetops, looking down at whatever small part of the block you were at. You yeah, know? just be like, damn, it really is small. Yeah, like an astronaut seeing the Earth for the first time, and then just dying
1: immediately, dying. Yeah, immediately dying. But the other thing is, again, out of sight, out of mind. I don't think a squirrel knows about death. So it's not like he's constantly running around aware that his life could end at any moment.
0: No, he's just like, I got to put some nuts in the ground. Put some nuts (laughs) in the ground? I don't know why, but I I got to bury some fucking nuts. Something's
1: telling me if it's not in my cheek, it's in the ground, baby. That's all (laughs) I know. And if I see this fucking thing flying over me, I should probably avoid it. I don't know why. I should probably avoid him, though. I feel an instinctive urge to just when I see this giant bird flying, like... I gotta get the fuck out of here. I gotta get the fuck out of here. But if I'm walking through nature and I see a gigantic fucking pterodactyl flying, I'm like, this could be the end for me. Mm -hmm. I was thinking that when I was jumping on stumps. A squirrel's not thinking that when he's jumping on fucking trees. Mm -mm. He's free. Just, I want to go to this branch. I'm sitting on the fucking stump. I'm like, can I make that? Can I make that? Will I die if I... Will I fall into the mud? If I don't make this jump?
0: (laughs) If I touch the mud, is it really lava? Like I told myself? (laughs) will I burn
1: to a crisp? Will I lose this made-up scenario I made up in my head? (laughs) It's stressful. (laughs) But yeah, that's all I got for this lovely week. Hopefully next time we see you guys.
0: Because yeah, I I was obviously on lockdown. I didn't really do shit. Um... Oh, one thing that I was thinking of when I was driving around with COVID is I was like, oh, I can be so road ragey because if anyone says shit, I'll be like, uh, sorry. Oh, you want to come over here and talk? Yeah, I have COVID. Wouldn't do that if I were you. <laughs> Just being a complete asshole the entire time I had COVID. COVID privileged, dude. Yeah,
1: COVID privilege. That's nice. COVID Karen. You're parking in handicapped spots. Yeah. I have COVID. So, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> like, don't go inside then.
0: <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Move out of the way.
1: <laughs> sorry. Man with COVID coming through. <laughs> Get like a scholarship. God damn it. Uh, I'm really milking this COVID.
0: Thing. Brought some little happy Easter, Jimmy. Have oh, thanks you, treat.
1: Chicks and bunnies. The chicks two... and bunnies. Let's enjoy. Two
0: quintessentially. Easter animals.
1: Some East. I'll bring you some. I'll bring you some Greek Easter candy for next week.
0: Yeah, this is official American Easter that we're celebrating right now with candy.
1: Mmm. Ooh. Mm
0: Mhm. Sour punch,
1: not Sour Patch.
0: Yeah, sour punch. I got them because I was like, ooh, like those sour punch straws.
1: You know what I mean? And their claim to fame is fits in a plastic egg. (laughs) Hell yeah. That's that's when you know You're dealing with Official Easter paraphernalia Exactly um, So American e- Catholic Easter Is tomorrow It's tomorrow mm-hmm. Last Lent, night the was The end
0: of American Lent
1: The end of American Lent Which begins the beginning Of my week of No meat, no dairy Yeah Greek uh, Fasting <laughs> And you know what I learned yesterday When I was at Towson Best? Hmm. Chinese people have A totally different Easter And it was really? last Sunday Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know Chinese people celebrated Easter. Oh, they do. Chinese Jesus uh, rose last week. Okay. Greek Jesus I had a schedule. <laughs> yeah. He Chinese Jesus worked off of a uh, yeah. I had a schedule. Mm-hmm. Very efficient that Chinese Jesus. Uh, Greek Jesus obviously lagging behind, a little mm-hmm. late. A little, they had a little siesta. Yeah, last laugh, <laughs> <strategical>, schedule. <laughs> took a nap. The, oh shit! What time Damn, is it? Damn, it's been a week. Oh shit! <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Some might call it Greek Easter. No bunny. wonder our economy sucks. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, the Greek Easter bunny is running late, too. Um, yeah, so Greek Jesus is right Do on the. Do they have Easter
0: bunnies for Greek Easter? Or is it like an Easter lamb?
1: <laughs> well, we eat lamb on Easter. <laughs> It'd be weird if it was like a mythical lamb. Open
0: the lamb eggs for your treats, children. <laughs> no, lamb eggs.
1: <laughs> blocks of fucking feta <laughs>
0: yeah feta fits in an egg. <laughs> <laughs>
1: looking forward to greek easter this year dude looking forward to easter I, you know i'm half american mm-hmm. half white full white but half white white mm-hmm. and so you know i'm celebrating normal easter tomorrow i'm doing normal easter things yeah having some ham having some ham gotta have ham americans like ham Greeks like lamb, dude. Mm-hmm. Good you know? thing they rhyme. Because it's a good thing they rhyme. Or else this whole segment would just be a bust.
0: Otherwise, we'd fall apart as
1: a country. <laughs> <We'd> fall <laughs> apart as a country, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, dude, happy Easter. Uh, happy Good Friday yesterday. Good Friday is a great holiday, I think, because... Well, actually, isn't Good Friday the day they crucified Jesus, technically? That's why it's so Good. Good. Thank Good. God!
0: Thank God that guy's that party pooper is gone. And then
1: Easter's like, uh, you know he's back.
0: He's back, and you can eat meat again.
1: Yeah. Well, that's yeah, that's that's the trade-off. Mm-hmm. Jesus is back. What did he do? And we celebrate his life and death by eating
0: ham, the closest thing related to human meat.
1: That's true. Mm-hmm. Now I'm wondering, uh, body of Christ. What did he do after he came back? Because then he went away again. Like psych. Like, like yeah, he, he like died. came
0: back, and then he went to heaven, right? Wasn't that the thing?
1: Yeah, I guess so. Because I never, they never really talk about that. It's like they probably do. We just haven't done the research. But
0: that was like his miracle, and then I guess like God is like, all right, I guess. I so guess like, I can't take you out that easy. Come on up with me. Yeah.
1: So he died, then he came back, and then we're like, oh shit! Well, he Jesus, died back.
0: on the cross. Then they put him in a cave and put a stone in front of mm-hmm. it so that, just in case, just, just in, in case, case, case he was faking it.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> just in case this winds up being a holiday. We got to make it really big. Really big. <laughs> really <laughs> big gotta, stone.
0: We got to make it very believable for history.
1: So then he comes back, and I think he, like, visited Peter, and he was like, yo, Pete. Yo, bring
0: that slut over here, Mary. Yo, yo, bring Mary. Mary What's Mary? What's Mary? She ain't already another dude right now. Send her into the cave. (laughs) Yeah, dude.
1: I I would respect Jesus more if uh and don't get me wrong, I respect Jesus. Uh, Great guy. I but you know. Do I believe he walked on water? Do I believe he turned water into wine? Do I believe he turned fish into bread or the other way around or whatever? Maybe not.
0: He like he like multiplied them.
1: He multiplied them. Yeah, he, he like
0: turned them. like five fish and three loaves of bread into like 50 of each or whatever. Okay. I think that was the thing.
1: Okay. So, I respect the guy. I'm sure. Great magician. He was definitely real. Like if if he was made up, then he is the mo- that is the most successful made up dude that of all generations,
0: time. Chris Angel.
1: Yes. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um but uh I would appreciate it more if they made him out to be like more of a real dude. Like if they were just like, yeah, Jesus was totally Smacking Mary Magdalene, obviously, <laughs> obviously.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, they say he's a carpenter to try to like make him this working class hero, but really, all that means is Jesus was a notorious cat caller.
1: Oh yes, <laughs> you know he was cat calling, dude.
0: They're just fucking building little huts, be like, "Damn bitch, take Damn. that burk off, girl. <laughs> Damn, Bring your hood huh?
1: down, girl. I'm trying to see the fucking abuse your husband gives you." <laughs> yeah, dude, Jesus, uh, you know. Make it more relatable. I'd like, you know, anything that would make him seem more like just one of us, you know? That'd be cool. Yeah.
0: Just try to make Jesus a guy I'd want to have a beer with. Yeah.
1: And I believe, <laughs> yeah, and, and not enough people ever say Jesus on their list of historical fi- If Okay. Let me just, let me just say this. Because now. Cause
0: like, I mean, I guess he was a historical figure, but also, like, who really knows?
1: He's, dude, he's a historical figure. Now like I mean the guy like to me it's like to me the debate comes down to was he the son of god
0: Yeah that's definitely the debate but was in he a real? sense he's Probably. like a fucking middle eastern paul bunyan Yeah to a degree
1: Maybe maybe he was a paul bunyan I don't know I I am really finding it hard to believe that he just straight up didn't exist um like maybe he was just like a really successful like fucking religious leader who was fucking crucified and all the fucking other shit around him was mystified and made into like this religious story or whatever. But like I, I would be very taken aback if it were were to come out that he just never existed at all. Um. So running with that theory that he probably, there probably was a guy named Jesus that Mm -hmm. existed, that did something that made people be like, yo, we need to change everything about everything, including how we, count years because of this guy who probably existed. You're telling me he's not in your dream blunt rotation? (laughs) Really?
0: (laughs) Where did that come from? Like
1: when we're talking about like guys you'd want to have a beer with, people are like, yo, name three people you'd want to have dinner with. People are like, uh, Tupac, Abraham Lincoln, and uh, Michael Jackson. It's like, no, dude. If Jesus Christ... Is not somebody? If Jesus Christ is real, and He's not in your dream blunt rotation, uh, Logan Paul, <laughs> uh, Kim Kardashian, and the guy uh,
0: from MythBusters, the guy from
1: MythBusters. <laughs> what are you talking about, dude? Jesus Christ. <laughs>
0: Obviously,
1: yeah. should be in everyone's yeah. blunt rotation. Jesus Christ, fucking Gandhi and Gandhi. Like, everyone's a close second to Je- Gafars a uh, uh, off second.
0: Musashi Morimoto. Who's that guy? The fucking the samurai dude. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, Book yeah. Book of Five Swords. Yeah, he five ranks. He could be in my blunt rotation. Yeah. I'd put him in there. Musashi Morimoto. Or, you know, I would go, okay. I would go, Jesus, Everything else is a far off second. I gotta tell you. I gotta tell you. It's what about tough.
0: Jesus, Nikolai Tesla? Um, just because that it'd be interesting to hear his shit. Because I, I still think he was probably close to
1: creating free energy for everyone, and then yeah, he was fucking marked. I just imagine Nikola Tesla as being probably crazy, like an Elon Musk type of guy. Like yeah, you Elon he tried to buy Twitter from his I mean, Dream Blonde Rotation. He definitely, he definitely like if you if you like watch doc and I'm not gonna say read because obviously no one that listens to his podcast is ever gonna read, including us.
2: Yeah. Um but of if course.
1: you watch some documentaries, the modern equivalent of reading, um he a lot of the stuff he did, like he was eccentric, he was a highly public figure like he was very polarizing where people were like half the people were like yo he's going to like create the future and the other people were like oh he's like arrogant and always doing this like crazy whimsical shit and like it sounds a lot like Elon Musk and also Elon Musk his idol was Tesla hence why he named his company Tesla and so on and so forth like to me Elon Musk is the modern Nikola Tesla so i would imagine that if you were to sit down and talk to Tesla, he'd probably be a lot like Musk, like that kind of like 28% autistic, but still kind of like kind of chill dude that's like mm. smart, but also like, whoa, what's going on? Like, I, yeah, I, I would put him in the rotation. Mm. Tesla, Jesus, and, uh, whew. I mean, I guess you gotta you gotta go. You gotta pick an American president. I'd feel like you know maybe Abe mm. Lincoln, maybe Ben Franklin. Ben I'd Fran-
0: like to ask not a him president, but yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But like, I'd like to ask him that. I'd be yeah, like, definitely. how do you feel about not? Well,
0: how come you've never been the president, bro? Why do you never want to do it?
1: Yeah, how do you feel about like the fact that you know, like you're the only guy who wasn't a president to still be on money? Mm. Who else did that? True,
0: Sacagawea.
1: Yeah. She's on like a fucking golden, golden fifty coin. cent. Yeah, golden seventy-five cent piece. Who's on the um oh the two dollar? Somebody tipped me three two dollar bills last night.
0: Isn't that like uh the Andrew Jackson on that?
1: No, Andrew's on the 20. Mm. So you're a you're Who's a decimal place off. Two is uh, I believe I have a two-dollar bill on my part John Adams, who was the second president of the United right. States. And that's why
0: it's the number two.
1: two bill. GW, of course, the making one. his way on the uh 1 and the quarter. Mm-hmm. Um it's always a fun game to play with people. Uh the dime who knows who's on the I think it's Roosevelt. I just know he's
0: like fucking bald on the dime. I think it's Roosevelt looking ugly as hell.
1: Yeah. Um yeah, nickel is Thomas Jefferson. Mm. As is the uh $5 bill. Or now, 5, yeah. Uh 10 is Ooh, this is tough. Who is on the 10? Mm.
0: I wonder if I have a ten on me.
1: Yeah, see if you have a ten. Hundreds, Benjo. Five hundred is Grover Cleveland, I think.
0: Ooh, I only got the jacks.
1: Oh yeah, that's that's hardcore Andrew Jackson. Yeah, confirmed. Confirmed, <laughs> confirmed Jackson. Andrew Jackson. Who on is 20. on the ten, dude? That's this gonna bug me. I gotta look it up. Let's see. But yeah, Benjo got the fucking 100 which is insane.
0: All about the Benjamins.
1: Who is on the $10 bill? According to Wikipedia, the United States $10 bill is a denomination. Alexander Hamilton, up on your fucking (laughs) 10.
0: Dude, I can't wait for like... I feel like it's probably already happening, but like... He wasn't a president. The whole phase of like people loving Hamilton, that, like, rapping Broadway play. Mm -hmm. I can't wait for them to just understand how cringe all that was.
1: Yes. I think that uh, the phase of rap has gone from, uh, in the early 2010s, there was a lot of ironic rap. Mm -hmm. I was thinking about this the other day where a lot of the YouTube videos that uh, we would watch with, like, like Scott would, like, turn us on to, like, Timothy De La Guetta or, like, I'm not going to say Dumbfounded was ironic because he was actually good. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, a lot of those, like, um can't even remember his name, but, like, they would have, like, these, like, YouTube videos that would, like, pop off. Mm-hmm. But it was just, like, these, like, nerdy Asian dudes that were just, like, making, like, witty raps, but they were all, like, kind of corny, like, excuse my persona, green tea Arizona, blah, 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 blah. And it was just, like, all about, like, just, like, it's just corny. It's yeah. just corny. I think that phase, which went hand in hand with like backpack rap and like the whole like I'm a white kid in high school rap thing, mm-hmm. you know? Like that phase was like where rap went, uh it was like post rap almost. And now rap is now doing like the whole like kind of emo thing. But that whole like... Like all that stuff, like rap battles of history, yeah. I would consider. I mean, it part just finally era.
0: made it to like our parents' area of Facebook. Yeah, and then people were like, "What if we made this educational?"
1: Yes, yes. It's like I am. I too am glad. I never watched Hamilton. Yeah, me neither. I saw it. Uh, I had no interest. You know, I just know that he. Uh, you got to hand it to those guys, dude. You know, he did shoot a guy in a duel.
0: Yeah, like that's kind of bad. Give it to the real guy.
1: Yeah, the real Hamilton, Not who the probably fucking, like never ballet rapped.
0: dancer that's rapping about it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, look, I'm always down for people. And
0: theater's cool. I like theater. But like theater people though? Theater people do suck. Yeah, I'm but, like I like some of them. Yeah, some of them are great. I just yeah, I just I don't know. The
1: ones that can turn it off. That's really mm-hmm. the thing. That's the thing. It's yeah. like if you're a theater person, but some people when they're theater people are always on stage. Yeah. You know? they
0: were like that before they discovered the theater. yes, 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 that's just who they
1: are. That's who they are. They're theatrical people, but yeah, I agree with you. I'm glad that I think that we're done with that and and you know that's a good it's a good step forward for society mm-hmm. so uh yeah, Tesla, Jesus, Linwell Miranda. Who's
0: that? <laughs> the guy who wrote Hamilton.
1: Lynn Will Miranda. <laughs> or Lynn Manuel Miranda, or whatever the fuck it is. And they've got it. Uh, Jerry Springer show, though, Jesus first Judas. That'd be nice. Ooh. I'm going watch okay. that. Maybe, maybe like, maybe um, Hitler. Don't you think that will be like A, a Mari interest?
0: episode of Jesus, but he's the baby. They're trying to figure out who the father is. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. So Mary and Joseph on Mari, and Joseph just gets the, you are not the father.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: And then they open up the panel for Mary's God. He's crying. And uh, for God, God's like, <laughs> <and> they're like. <laughs> You are not the father. He's like, yeah, fuck
0: instantly yeah, instantly vanishes.
1: <laughs> God, the just, beam
0: of light that was representing God just shuts off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, oh shit, God wasn't God the father has either.
0: Exited the building.
1: That's how. That's like the best episodes too, when neither one of the guys in question are the father. <laughs> so Joseph and God both get off. And they're like, they well, both who the fuck like, was it?
0: They're like, hell yeah, bro. I hated you for. Three years, but now, and shit, hey, dude, I fuck with you, best buddies. We've been through the same hell for these last.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Devils in the corner, like, oh shit. Winds up being his. that will be an interesting episode. Mm. Interesting episode. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think that's it. I think we can. uh, That's it, fellas. Happy Easter. We had to bring you, fellas. Happy uh, bar back bracket. uh, Beautiful winners. Das beer hall. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, please
1: respond. <laughs>
0: yeah, we'll figure out how we're going to get them all their trophies and memorabilia and, you know, love and affection from our fans.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got and, the belt, by the way. It looks nice. Ooh, hell yeah. It looks nice. But uh, yeah, you got anything coming up?
0: Yeah. Uh, this Wednesday, I think on April 20th, uh, I will be doing. Is that Wednesday or is that Tuesday? Let me just double check real quick.
1: April 20th is Wednesday.
0: Okay, yeah. So Wednesday, 20s. April 20th, I will be on Everything Will Be Okay at The Crown. Nice. Um, It's going to be a fun show. I think Ben Smith's on it, too, and Eric Dorian's headlining. I think oh, yeah. a couple other people on it as well. Obviously, I think Ian and Travis took that over from Chris Hudson when he left the Baltimore region. So come on out to that. That should be a good time. And other than that, just... Follow me at Eric Laser on everything.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, Let's see. This week, kind of a light week. Um, As always, perennial every Tuesday in Towson, 5 to 8.30. Uh, Every Wednesday night at the Horse You Came In On, 9.30 to close with Jason Heiser. Um, And then also, this coming Thursday, the 21st, I'll be at High Top's. Uh, who's got to be reeling from their first round loss in this year's bracket. So I'm interested to see what the, the culture is like there right now. They probably didn't even know what happened. Uh, but I do. And I will be there Thursday, April 21st, 7-11. And then this weekend, you know, just doing a bunch of Greek shit. Greek shit. Be at church on Friday night, maybe. I'm playing a private event until 9 p.m. Maybe I'll milk that as an excuse to not go to church later. But Saturday night, I will, unfortunately, be at church at St. Demetrius Greek Orthodox Church Mm. from 11 to 2 in the morning. And then I'll be at my grandmother's house from 2 to 4 in the morning eating lamb soup, and eating a red egg, and then Sunday I will be back at my grandmother's house eating more lamb soup and probably eating more red eggs.
0: Are the red eggs, like, pickled or something? Or? Yeah,
1: they're hard-boiled, not Oof. pickled.
0: Okay, hard-boiled, what, like beet water or some shit?
1: I think it's just red dye. Oh, okay. The blood of Christ.
0: Mm-hmm. You the know. blood of Christ in egg form. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yum. Um, I love blood eggs Yummy
1: (laughs) (laughs) So happy Easter to y'all We'll see you next week Until then Peace